Cutting through the bull in the post-truth apocalypse present the Star Wars Symposium. Severe man flu. To the point where I thought I was actually going to go into that tomb I've got built in the garden. You know, so even his, the man flu he gets is worse than the man flu you or I might get. Yeah, it is. Special well, Ben flu. To, to take down a hulking force of masculinity <laughs> like me, it's got to be pretty tough, hasn't it? Uh, you two, pacifist and a poet, they would have you to your feet, is it? Well. To be fair, I succumbed to the illness. I say you defeated me. I stay in bed for like three days. Until I get That's what I did. Caught up on some sleep. Caught up on some sleep, though. I'll say that much. Good on you. No, good for you. So this week we're going to continue with our Star Wars symposium, starting the original trilogy or the OT. It will sound uh, That's technical. That's what the cool kids call it. Yeah. The OT. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sleep with me, baby. I call it the OT. <laughs> Do you mean the original trilogy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's never happened, ever! <laughs> and not one of the many, many, many fucking revamps he did of it. Well, do you know what's going to become tragically apparent as we work our way through the movies is, in my mind, I am now unable to differentiate between the unedited versions and the fucked with versions because I've seen the fucked versions, fucked with versions a lot more. Yeah, um, I think the tr- the trick is the later fucked up versions. He um, replaced a lot of the like background characters with mm. CGI. Yeah, a lot of it's very obvious. Stuff, but he had that singing alien, cooked. didn't he? Oh, he put oh, that weird singing alien in yeah. as well. That was shitly done. A, Don't fuck with it, George. The most was done to A New Hope, but he fucked with all three of them. But especially fucked with a bit in, in Jedi, Return of the Jedi with Jabba's floating yeah. palace thing. Yeah. You don't happen to have, do you, anywhere at home in your mother's attics, anywhere, your original VHS tapes of the trilogy, the first time it was released? No. 
Oh man, uh, they're pre-special edition ones. They go for hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Wow. Because he sort of denies access. We can't watch mm. the original cuts, can we? Anywhere though, you can find them online. Allegedly, I've heard. But yeah, if you can find your original VHS tapes, oh. uh, get them fuckers on eBay. Trust me. So, I think my brother has his. But yeah, everything now, because I've got the DVDs, the DVD box set. But mm. that's special edition. Yeah, same as me, yeah. So I used to have all the figures. Yeah, we got a lot of figures. I had a, a rare one. I had the, the Moose Man. Oh, from Jabba's... Uh, from Jabba's Palace, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Excellent, man. Kenneth. Well, it's gone now. I sold it years ago. But yeah, we've got a few. But um, as will become apparent, as you would have heard last week's episode, won't you, dear listener, we're not Star Wars experts. Oh, no. This isn't a Star Wars-centric podcast, or even a movie review podcast, really. We're just three sort of armchair fans who love it. So don't get angry with us at home. Like, And the point was, I knowing. hadn't watched the new ones, had I? Yeah. So, so this was their attempt, Gaz and Mike's attempt to get me in, back into it. Into the Disney era, basically. You basically binge-watched the Disney era Star Wars in a week. And uh, I thought that was an opportune time to just pick Ben's brain and have a general... Star Wars discussion symposium, if you will. We've got some articles to read. Yes, later on. we'll do some weird news as well. Yeah, um, some conspiracy we'll stuff. Yeah, so should we start with the weird news? Yeah, weird yeah. News. this is your first episode. Weird news is some random shit we find on the net. Take about twenty minutes, and then we'll get into the main sort of cut and thrust of today's topic: the War of Stars. <laughs> Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, what's the first one, Mike? Blackpool hit by four earthquakes just days after fracking started again in the area. No shit! Blackpool has been hit by four earthquakes just days after the controversial practice of fracking began again in the area. The latest quake hit this afternoon at levels where scientists say the process should proceed with caution. Or not just stop. You know what I mean? Oh, there's earthquakes. Maybe you should just stop. Not proceed with caution. There's money to be made. Well, I'd say that's a problem. And I'm sure... Now, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but can you necessarily say that just because somebody started some innocent fracking over here and some earthquakes Mm -hmm. happened here... Right next to it. Doesn't mean the two things are related. Well, let's finish it, the it, article, shall well, we? It, these, okay. it, it does if we weren't having earthquakes there before. Not necessarily. Okay. Could be coincidence. Ah, coincidence. <laughs> Fracking was stopped for years after two earthquakes in Lancashire, and experts have now raised fears there may be trouble ahead. But while there's moonlight <laughs> and music <laughs> and love and romance. <laughs> We we'll face the fracking <laughs> and <laughs> die in an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, David Smythe, the emer- emeritus, 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 a professor of geophysics, <laughs> University of Glasgow. I didn't go to uni. I'm We're so there. fucking professional. Talk I know it's emeritus because Stanley is the chairman emeritus of Marvel. Sorry to interrupt. There you go. Well, Facts. I thought you might have picked that up from me at university. Uh, no, comics. Oh. <laughs> well, surely you had a professor, whatever, at the uni you were at. Professor Emeritus. No, they were just... That was a shit uni I went to. So. Uh, I mean, it's not like I went to fucking Cambridge. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to old polytechnics. Well, I, did. <laughs> I went to with University, a shithole seaside town with a population of 73. 
of the coast of Wales. One nightclub! <laughs> I went to Liverpool. <laughs> ben refers to the fact that we've both been to uni as if, you know, we're some sort of upper-class scum. No, I guess that you might know that... that I did know what it meant in the end when I thought back to my time reading comic books. Well, okay. Well, anyway, he says, <laughs> David Smythe. <laughs> oh, man. Recent... We could all work for Radio 4. <laughs> Recent research by Stanford University shows that these tiny tremors can be indicators of bigger quakes to follow, like canaries in a coal mine. I never went well for the canaries, did it? Um, do you reckon the Canaries had like a like a, an award survivors award badge if they made a couple of trips down? Maybe. I wonder if the life expectancy was of a Canary. They deserve one. I'm intrigued though. Yeah, so Blackpool, Lancashire has been at the centre of the angry debate over fracking after two earthquakes in 2011 forced the practice to stop. Initial studies by the British Geological Society suggest the quakes were linked to fracking activities, while an independent report found most likely the reported size. Repeated. Repeated seismicities. Seismicity, yeah. Yeah, well, the ground was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it was induced by direct injection of fluid into the fault zone. That's what they do, isn't it? They inject all these chemicals and, mm. and water, high pressure into the mm. cracks beneath the earth, force the gas out. What happens to the chemical water? Well, that goes into our water table. Oh. That's why in Flint, Michigan, you can set your tap water on fire. Yeah. yeah. But they sell the gas and make loads of money, don't they? Yay! Capitalism. Destroying nature. Yeah. And we're just the ants, the foolish ants who have to live amongst yeah, the, the nature. They'll be fine in their spaceships oh, yeah. and their underwater tube cities. I don't know. Yeah, there was a report recently saying that 71% of all... Um, CO2 emissions is from 100 companies. Well, I heard apparently a group of scientists have said that in 20 years the planet will be uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see, now I'm worried because I was thought it was going to be after I was dead. I am, <laughs> I'm starting to give a shit now. Yeah. I really, I had a bit of a cavalier attitude before. You know what? The kids. The kids are going to grow up in a post-nuclear wasteland. More fool them. Yeah. <laughs> they should have stopped me doing but this. Pull themselves up by their bootstraps, if there's such a thing as bootstraps in the apocalypse. I'd have thought so. But is it is it definitely going to be uninhabit uninhabitable, or is it just it might be? Well, it might be if we continue at the same rate we're going. Right. <sighs> 20 years. 55 will be. Well, I will. Yeah, me too, yeah. 55, that's no age. Well, I don't know, for a, you know, someone living a couple of years ago, it wasn't bad. Yeah, but we're not. Yeah. We've got fucking iPhones and fucking, I don't know, stuff. We should be dying at 55. And I've yeah. smoked a lot of fat, I've done a lot of chemicals, I've done a lot of bad things. You're one body. man, your body's like a fracking site yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I suppose I should be happy with 55, actually. I really should. I should sacrifice myself to the rest of the family and let them eat me. <laughs> Possibly they're going to get high. Well, yeah, I'll survive another week, maybe. They can't put me in the freezer, can they? There won't be a freezer. So, yeah, anyway, back to... They'd have to hang you and salt you. <laughs> well, have you been watching us in the bedroom? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> she salts and paddles me. <laughs> Back to the article. <laughs> Pretty much that's kind of it, really. I mean, 
So one day the Blackpool Tower could, in theory, under an earthquake, fall down and like wipe out a couple of thousand chavs. Yeah. All on a drinking binge. It'd be like the biggest oh, travesty. Pink cowboy hats everywhere. Yeah, they'd be back to orange. As the dust settles. Orange-skinned ghouls wearing pink angel wings <laughs> will lay smashed under the ruins. Is that such a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll probably the cleanup is they'll probably just sweep it all out to sea, wouldn't they? It's right there, isn't it? On yeah. the seafront, it's brushing. Let the plankton have it. <laughs> I've actually never been to Blackpool. I've been once, um, been a few times. Mm. Eh, not as bad as. Well, it is, and it is. Yeah, it's a bit tacky, a bit naff, but fucking you... cold as well. Oh, in uh, September it's freezing. That's a silly time to go to the seaside. Yeah. <laughs> it's early September though. Okay, fair enough. But it was still freezing. Uh, it, it's a strange place, Ben. Very. T- I think we're a bit past it now. Maybe in our twenties we might have had a fun night. In yeah. Blackpool. I think now everything will be noisy and annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything will get on our nerves a bit. Yeah, I'll just stay and have a cup of tea. <laughs> in the daytime. <laughs> we can do some daytime gambling. We'll do it old fogey style. We'll go to the two P machines. We'll hit Costa. <laughs> Fucking hell. We'll go to the top of the tower. We'll go and see a pantomime. Oh, Get killed you, in an earthquake. Oh, Davidson's in it. <laughs> uh, we're, we're not that old. No, we're, not we're doing old. ourselves a disservice. You know. I think we just don't kick it. Yeah. Maybe me and Gaz, not so much money. <laughs> I'm a year older than you two. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. No, his liver's had an whole extra year of processing. He can barely drink. He did quite well. He didn't end up like me, going full addicts in the streets. That's true. You could say, I can't drink. <laughs> I did stop about two hours before you did. I was on Coke's towards it. And I was so drunk, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Pulls going to vanish into the sea eventually, she's going to break off. So fracking bad. Yes. Fracking bad. Unless you want earthquakes. But we need gas too though, don't we? Just plain devil's advocate. No. No, we don't need gas. No, we use solar and everything. We like. have a gas cooker at home. Oh, I need gas. Well, yeah, but we need to change the whole... Kill the time, is the electric, they better. The whole energy infrastructure, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we some coal and gas. And oh, instead of me things. having to spend money, Ben, on an electric cooker, maybe they could just keep our arm fracking and I can keep using my gas and, yeah, fuck everyone else. Yeah, and what about when they frack round here and then your water becomes contaminated? Well, then I will protest. <laughs> and I'll then say, I'll get electric one. Yeah, you go to prison if you protest. Oh, yeah, I heard that. That guy got um, got shut down, didn't he, and sent away. He was rescinded on uh, appeal. He's a fractivist. Fact- oh, I like it. Very good. Yeah. Oh, frack off. Let's do the next one. Tesco worker suing supermarket for £20,000 after colleague, quote, farted in his face. (laughs) Well, I would want 20 fucking grand at least for that. A Tesco worker who claims he was bullied because he was a Muslim is suing the company after a colleague broke wind in his face. Customer assistant Atif Masood is suing the supermarket chain for harassment and race discrimination. The 40-year-old, 42-year-old is demanding £20,000 after he claims the incident at a branch in Thornton Heath was not investigated properly. Mr Masood claims it was one of a number of acts of, quote, less favourable treatment he suffered because of his Muslim background, the Evening Standard reports. 
Tesco denies the claims despite an internal investigation found that there was, quote, sufficient evidence from CCTV footage to support his farting allegation. Oh, I'd love to see that footage. Yeah. <laughs> someone's trolled through all that looking for someone farting in someone's face. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're seeing him stumble backwards going, ah! Yeah. Well, if they had heat-sensitive cameras, they'd see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. In legal papers submitted to the London South Employment Tribunal, Mr. Massoud claims there was, quote, too much racism in the Thornton Heath store. Is there an acceptable amount of racism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just too much racism. It was over the, over the chart. He claims and felt he was discriminated against by colleagues because he was Pakistani. The Evening Standard reports that though his lawyers, Raham Lowe solicitors, through his lawyers, sorry, Raham Lowe solicitors, Mr. Masood alleges it unmounted to unwarranted conduct which had the purpose or effect of violating his dignity or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating and or rather smelly and offensive situation. I added smelly. And the act of breaking wind in the claimant's face, a smelly environment for him because of his race. That's a, a smelly environment for anybody. <laughs> Yes, because he is Pakistani, he's especially sensitive to the fart smells. Very sensitive nose. Yes. Well, I do feel this guy, but me 20 too. grand for a fart in the face is a bit... Nah, I don't know, Mike. If I was just sat there at work, innocently minding my business, on my break, and some fucking disgusting sluzbucket sleazeball put his anus right next to my face and absolutely... You know some farts that like you can taste, just, just like horrendous. A real you know, like, butter crippler. Imagine your dad's first thing in the morning fart. You know, it, it really sounds like it's wet, but it's not. <laughs> it's just there's ripples of cheeks flabbing around against each other, and right in your fucking mush. Were the pants down or pants up? Yeah, to me that doesn't matter. That's I'm not, at work. I am fucking. Well, with the twenty down, you may actually feel the wind on your face. Twenty k. <laughs> if he did it with his pants down, the colleague would have been. I would have. He was death by blunt force trauma to the brain. I, I would have murdered him probably and lost my temper. Through the trousers, I at least want fiscal compensation for that. You've got a right as an employee not to have farts projected into your face. As, as a human being, guys, I yes. think. Yes! Human rights. Well, I don't know. If you're at home and a family member does it, it's just sort of fair game. <laughs> but a colleague, well, you've got grounds to sue. That's what the system's there for you. Lawyers, yeah, I mean, don't you think the system's getting a bit ridiculous when it's twenty thousand pounds? All right, then, Mike. Let's we're forgetting it. So the fight in the face is pretty bad. Mm. But Not the fact is, the fact is, no, they did it because racism. he's a Muslim. Yeah, they did it because well, they were. Have that, you horrible Muslim person. You deserve farts in your face. I wouldn't fart in sweet old Linda's face because she's white. Not like you, Mister Masood. But maybe, yeah. If that's the case, then that's different, isn't it? That's racial discrimination. But if that guy was farting in everybody's face. Has anyone thought that Mr. Masood might be a bit of a cunt? Still, you can't you can't do that to a colleague and not expect legal ramifications. Like you could do that to someone on the bus, and if they tracked you down, they'd sue you. You know, it's kind of an assault. If you spit on someone, that's classed as an assault. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I've farted. He's literally projected microscopic poo particles. I don't think that's how farts work, is it? Of course, there's got to be micro. It's air from the same tract yeah, where gas, the- isn't it? It's a gas. Yeah, but it's got. This is methane. Mate, you're telling me there's no microscopic turd particles in a in a fart. Would no they get to the, Would they get to the trousers? Wait, we'll do some online research. It doesn't matter. It's you. All right. Well, either way. I hope he wins the twenty grand. 
Tesco unable to comment on ongoing legal actions. I don't know. It's uh, see, whenever I see that the, you know, so that someone's farted in his face, and then he's like, "Oh, it's because I'm, it's because I'm Pakistani." I always think, "Oh, but do you need to pay? Do you need to say it's because of that?" Well, we don't know, do we, Ben? I mean, let's, let's be honest. If it was because he was Pakistani, he's being singled out, then he's got. Yeah, he's exactly. Got we haven't heard both sides of the story. He's got, yeah, was true. He shouldn't have fired in his face. No, though, no. that's asking no, trouble. No, he shouldn't have fired in his face unless he was a complete cut. Well, even then, still bullying, isn't it? Well, if he'd been bullying um, everybody and this was his disguise, just his strike back. We don't know the dynamics of that, that team. The volatile compounds responsible for odour are often only a part of the material it came from, so inhaling the scent of fresh-baked bread, for example, does not transfer all the complex hydrocarbons into your lungs. The minute you're fucking up. There's bits of... That doesn't say anything. That doesn't, that doesn't prove anything. It's not about bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's saying... <laughs> Alright, science. And it was arguing said. against... Wasn't it arguing against your... No, I know. Your theory? No, 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 no. Howstuffworks.com Alright, well, let's have the next one, Mike, while Gaz is looking. Okay, um, Fendi, who I presume is some kind of uh, fashion designer people, 750 pound vulva scarf oh, no. makes wearers look like they're being born. No it doesn't. Apparently this scarf um, looks like a vagina. Yeah, I suppose it, no, not really, no. Well, I think it does a bit. A bit, <laughs> yeah. The I more I look at it. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Touch of Fur Shawl by Fendi. It's new in this season's women's wear collection. It'll cost you 750 quid. It's peachy pink made from silken wool trimmed with a uh, real fox fur. Oh, that's disgusting. And it looks like a giant vulva. Yes, that's the uh, vagina. The external female genital organ. Okay, there you go. So essentially, if you fart with your trousers off, mm -hmm. I might get some microbial fecal matter. Oh, right, okay. If you're fighting through your clothing, then the chances are quite low that I'm gonna, they're gonna right. be sort of filtered out. So that's the crucial bit of evidence we don't know from the article. So Mr. Masood may not have breathed. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> I've been proved wrong by science. He may not have breathed in the poop of a stranger, but still, not nice. What do you think of the vulva scarf thing, guys? Yeah, what do you reckon? Utterly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Shit bollocks, total fashion, typical fashion twat shit. I've lost the ability to form reasonable sentences over this. It doesn't even look like it doesn't look like you're being born because nobody comes out like with a, with an adult head like, <laughs> <laughs> with full makeup on and like earrings. It just looks like to me a, a not very nice coloured. If I saw a woman wearing that, I would not think vagina. I would look You'll at... You would think, oh my God, I that would, woman's being born! <laughs> seriously, no, no. If I looked at that scarf on a woman, I would not think vagina. No, when think my she... eye line naturally moved down to her crotch level and I stared at her box as she walked by, then I would think <laughs> vagina. But I, no, I think she was scarf. a twat for wearing fox fur, to be fair. Is it fox fur? It is real fox fur. Doesn't so yeah, mean. that's why I, I think of that. I think you're a twat Feminism. for wearing fur. What about is that what a scarf that looked like? Bollocks, <laughs> Mike, you'll probably design one next year. <coughs> so What's this in aid of, though? Is this some sort of fucking protest? Is no, this it's just a statement. This is what he's trying to flog you for 750 quid. Ah, fuck it. 
God, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> Mike and Mike make the talk about Star Wars. Wars yeah. yeah, let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. right. So, episode four, A New Hope. Who yeah. wants to start us off? <laughs> well, we don't have a script, so what should we say? Um, well, let's go through what happens. I mean, Luke's on Tatooine. He's grown up. He's with Aunt Beru and uh, Uncle Owen. Mm. Uh, he wants to go off and join the rebellion. You've got Obi-Wan living in the desert. Blue milk. Obviously, the film starts with uh, Princess Leia's ship being captured, doesn't it? Mm. Well, And we get to see Vader and uh, Stormtroopers, who look a lot more lethal at this point. <laughs> well, let's maybe not go for it all. Should we sort of give you a review? Where'd, what's your... Where do you hold a new hope in the uh, in your Star Wars standings? Oh, it's up there. Is it is it up there for you? Because for me, shockingly, for the OT, sorry, uh, it's my least favourite of the OT. Oh, it's my second favourite. Sorry. Overall, it's my second favourite of the OT. Why? Give me. Tell me why. Why? Uh, You got to think about the time that it was was created. I mean, nineteen seventy-seven. Special effects, they still pretty much hold up today. Yeah, they're not bad, they're not bad at all. They're not too bad. Mm-hmm. The story is, it's a great story, as we've been through. Well, it's like a hero's journey, all that. Yeah, we touched on that last week, mm-hmm. dear listener, go back if you haven't. Um, it was revolutionary. Oh, it was at the time, yeah. But I just think of the three, when I actually, it's just my personal opinion, of watching them back, that's the one I enjoy the least. I get why it's the most important. But um, I don't know, I just enjoy I don't like Jedi. A lot of people don't know. They think it's too Return uh, of the Muppets. I think it's too kiddie. Yeah, Return mm. of the Muppets. I think he was trying to get another... As a kid, it was my favourite. Yeah. Because it had the Ewoks. You know, when I'm a young kid, I yeah. love it. As I got older, sure it's further and further back. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird film for me, actually, but we'll get to that. Um, I do like In A New Hope. I mean, obviously I love A New Hope. I'm not saying I don't like A New Hope. It's just, of the three, if I'm going to choose a Star Wars film to watch, that's the one I'll choose the least. Uh, I do love sort of Luke's life on Tatooine, like that he's got. Womping, womping. Yeah, he's like a teenager with a hot rod, you know, but it's like a pink hover car thing. I'm not a big fan of Luke. I must admit, as a character, I think. Power converters. Yeah, but he's supposed. I know know what he's supposed to be. It works, but he's just not my favourite character. You know what I mean? I know. Who do you prefer? Well, mine was Han Solo when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as I'm older, it's probably Obi Wan Kenobi. But it's pretty cool. And I still think Boba Fett is pretty cool, even if he doesn't do a lot. It just looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. It looks very cool. And he's the proto... Um, Proto-clone trooper? Proto-clone trooper. Yeah, just just so do you reckon any of them clone troopers are still knocking around at this point? Like, like ultra-fucking veteran-type guys? Just... Oh, yeah, because think about it. All right, then, put it into context. Sorry, I'm just going to adjust mics. Well, it looks like it's falling. Do you want to press pause? Yeah. Sorry, guys. It looks like it's going to fall out. Oh, yeah. Where have all those clone troopers gone? Yeah, well, they've, either been oh, killed off through, they've either been killed off through attrition. Yeah. Because they've just ran it, they've just used them all up in Old various age. wars. Old, Old age, maybe. Because they say on number two that they don't, they age rapidly, don't they? Uh, they have oh, accelerated yeah. growth, yeah. What they get to a certain point and then age normally. Mm. Then. You uh, wouldn't want a soldier that's any good for two years, would you? Well, I'm not saying how how long has passed? It's thirty years. Storyline. Twenty years. years It'll be twenty years. years. Luke's not that old at this point. Um, it's about oh, twenty. Yeah, yeah a bit twenty. About twenty years. That's a that's a you know you're fighting mm. 
for 20 years solid, a lot of them are going to die. They are, that's true. true. Maybe there's still one or two knocking around somewhere. But the Empire's at its strongest point now, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got the Death Star. So far in the grand scheme of the story. Well, they're building the Death Star. No, it's, it's finished. No, it's, it's it? operational, yeah. Oh, right, yes, it is, of course. Yeah, it is. he's destroyed his Alderaan. Well, it's operational at the end of Rogue One, isn't it? Yeah. She handles that quite well, doesn't she? She what does. Her entire planet explode. But we're skewing forward a little bit, because remember that the Empire have raided Leia's ship, they've taken Leia prisoner, Vader's mm-hmm. force choked some bitches. <laughs> and there's a crucial moment of everything that comes to pass. It is, right? and it's highlighted in Family Guy. It is, and it's in Spaced as well, which is why I first did the comedy with Nick um, yeah, and Spaced. Yeah. And basically, the, the, the droids, mm. R2-D2 has the Death Star plans and the message for everyone connected. Mm. On the, Death, on the uh, Star Destroyer, mm. they say, um, oh, there's an escape pod launch, and should I shoot it down? He says, no, mm. no, there's no life forms reading. Uh, if he'd have shot that pod down, regardless, yeah. then Obi-Wan never meets Luke, Mm. The Death Star, the Death Star plans never make it to the rebellion. Mm. The entire thing is an Empire yeah. win. It's all because that one guy. That one guy is like, and in Family Guy they go, what, what are we doing? Saving on the fucking by the laser beam? Are we, are we paying by the laser now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's true. If if the, if R two mm. never makes it to Obi Wan, then he never contacts Luke because as far as he can, he's concerned, everything's peachy. Mm. Yeah. But the rebellion but, never gets the Death Star plans. Mm. Luke never becomes a Jedi. It's all that one cunt's fault. Yeah, it's all that one guy's fault. Yeah, but to be fair, put yourself in his shoes, right? The escape pod fires. Yeah. You scan it. No life reading, so you think, I'll shoot it down anyway. And someone's like, did you just fucking blow up one of our pods? Yeah, but it's like... Yeah, yeah, why? Was there life readings on board? It's because we haven't, you know, authorised someone can leave. No, no, I think it just ejected on its own, like there's no life form. So you fucking blew it up. You destroyed property. Right, you, of the Empire? Yeah, you fu- get to the fucking gulag. You know what I mean? Is that the right? What's a gulag? No, you'd just be sent to the yeah. front line, probably, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, so maybe. taken off your cushy Star Destroyer mm. post and sent as a stormtrooper. Or ejected into space, we don't know. No, I think they just wouldn't waste the body, they just send him off as a grunt. They must have a prison for. But then again, you own the galaxy. Think about how much fucking tax. Yeah, but Mike, that's money. how the rich stay rich. They shop at Aldi, they look after the penny, <laughs> and it takes care of the pound. You don't just start spunking it away. That's no, how the super rich. rich. Mm. They don't. Do I just think this guy's they going to fucking restaurants every night. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Top I, class restaurants. I think this guy. Yes, you're right. If he'd have shut it down, the whole saga's yeah. done. But he didn't, and I don't think he's a mong for not shooting it down. It had no life forms, and I probably thought he's probably playing it safe because it doesn't look like the nicest environment to work in. No, because you've got Vader force choking people yes. randomly if they fuck up. No, but yeah. they're after some plans, and everyone must know. They're after these plans. Ah, no, but do, how classified is it? Well, I don't know. That's a question, but you'd think that they would have been briefed on what they're going to do. Oh, they got some stolen plans of the Death Star. We're going to go and get it. Yeah. Yeah? So because there's no life form in that pod, it doesn't mean that the plans themselves could have been put into the, the pod and sent. Yeah, but you know, he's, just your, he's just your basic cannon operator. He's not thinking <laughs> like he's that, thinking he? like. Uh, unless there's like a really clear threat, I haven't got permission to fire, so yeah. I've got to ask my superior, and if he says no, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah. He's been a conscious employee, he's playing it by the book and covering yeah. his own ass. Yeah, yes. I, I don't, okay, I don't have a problem with him yeah. then, I have a problem with his superior officer that said don't fire. Yeah. Because then well, he's going to answer hey, another I thought you were a pacifist, so you just fire anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, 
about. It's a waste of resources just shooting empty bloody. Because you could you could retract that. Yeah, um, we're paying by the lasers. You know what I mean? The multi-million fucking dollar. I mean, how many star destroyers have they got? It's I mean, a fucking. It's got to be cheap. It's a regime. It's an empire. It's a fascist empire. How much does it cost per laser beam to fire? You don't make decisions like that. I don't know. I would not just say. I mean, I suppose it's all powered by the ship, isn't it? So you're using fuel, I suppose, if anything. I'm just saying. box to fire a laser beam. I just don't think he had the authority. I don't think. I think. I just think he was playing it safe, like you said, Ben. Yeah, he was covering his own. Telling the company yeah, line. That's fine. We, we said that's fine with it, and then it's a superior officer's fault, then, isn't no, it? but then he's got a superior officer, so he's a boy keeping in the woods. Yeah, yeah. no, no, <laughs> Eventually, it leads no, to Vader. I, I tell you, put it like this way, right? So the guy who's operating the laser can is like one of my people at work. Mm. He asks me, and I go, "Hmm, I can't make that decision. I'll go and ask the guy above me." Yeah. And then that goes up, and eventually gets to a point where the guy below goes, mm, "You know what? My boss is Vader." Just don't bother. Yeah, don't shoot it down. That, what did you say? No life forms. We fucking need yeah, it. Yeah, he's leaving. Yeah. We won't miss yeah. a fucking pod. You don't want to just get caught shooting down our own equipment, do you? You might think you're a traitor and fucking rip your windpipe out with the force. Mm. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. So uh, I just. Or did Princess Leia somehow use a force to make that guy? Was that too far fetched? Maybe Ben Kenobi was doing it. It's no, because I don't think he'd have known what was going on, would he? He's very powerful. He is. Would he have sensed then how far was they weren't near Tatooine? Yeah, so but the force can spread galaxies. We've seen that yeah. with the last. But then again, Vader didn't yeah. recognise Leia because she hadn't opened yeah. up the force. Yeah. That's true. So Look, that, aren't we glad the guy didn't shoot the fucking? Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because the next, Empire. Next couple of films were shit. Yeah. <laughs> really? But it would have just first been, been the Empire just massacring people. Yeah. It would have just been a slaughter. It would have been the rebel base on Yarv getting just blown up. Yarv yeah. would have been blown apart by the fucking Jedi. Yeah. Oh, what's we'll yeah. And imagine if they could shoot straight. How many people? Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what amuses me on Tatooine. You know I mean? mm. when you get to Tatooine and Obi Wan's met Luke, mm. and there's this the um, the sand crawlers, aren't they? The little guy. What do they call the little guys in the hoods? The Jawas. Jawas. Yeah. And uh, one of them is one of their sand crawlers been taken out, and Luke says, "Oh, do you think it was um, sand people?" <laughs> That's not a slur. <laughs> and and Obi Wan turns around, completely deadpan, mm. Alec Guinness, and says, "Oh no, there's two accurate only Imperial stormtroopers are this accurate." You're like, yeah. they don't hit jack shit the rest of the fucking three films. But they did in the Clone Wars. They did. So yeah, he's speaking. Of, yeah. So the, the fresh batch of stormtroopers obviously shit. Well, they must be humans. Yeah, they're not clones, are they? Yeah. Maybe. Well, that's so the old bloke who fits into a um, uniform. You know what I mean? As long as you're the right height and weight, there's a fucking white. Well, I mean, in, uniform. in solo, conscript. Conscript. In the conscript, you can probably volunteer as well. Yeah. You probably see as a bit of a cushier life and living as a grunt somewhere, isn't it? I mean, living oh. on some shitty fucking yeah. backwater planet. Might as well join the Empire. Although Luke wants to join the rebellion, you'd love it. You would definitely be a captain of some sort of attack, or wouldn't he? Yeah. I want to be that. Oh no, he'd have one of them two-legged attacks and be jealous of the big four-legged ones. <laughs> no, so I would have a I bit of success. I wouldn't be that guy from Rogue One, all in the white with the with the swishy cape. Oh, Krennic. Yeah, I quite like what? him. The twat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want the cape. Let's put it that way. Don't choke on your aspirations. That's a great line. Yeah, it is. You know, some fans were unhappy. They're like, we don't like quippy Vader. He doesn't quip. Like, yes, he does. Of course he does. like they haven't watched the original. Like, he fucking quips all the time. Well, not all the time, but he says lines. Yeah. Like that, you know. 
I can't think of any right off the top puns, of my head, maybe. but well, maybe not even puns, but just like you know, sort of like, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner, like he says badass shit. Yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, he force chokes that officer on the bridge, doesn't he? Yeah, does he say a snappy yeah. one-liner afterwards? Uh, he says all. Oh, he says something about something. Your sorcerer's ways, doesn't he? Oh yeah, and and then then he don't underestimate the power of the force. Yeah, and then yeah, force choking, pretty cool, isn't it? I'd be dangerous. Like I said, I'd definitely be a Sith. I would be mm-hmm. turned. I think we covered that last week, but it would be very easy to turn me to a Sith. Because I mean, come on, force the ability to force choke. How many people in your normal course of a day do you feel like shutting up? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Red <laughs> lightsaber too. Well, oh god, that, that would be a drunk person with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Could you force deep throat somebody? <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just called rape. <laughs> what do you mean? Like use the force, shove the force down someone's throat, not your dick. What do you mean? Like, Project your penis via the force. <laughs> you can't detach your penis and then use the force to send it down someone's throat like a fucking projectile, because then you've cut your dick off. <laughs> I mean, you could, <laughs> you could, I suppose, shove the force down someone's throat, kill them that way. I guess. Of course, you could. I guess. You still kind of chip force choking them though. Yeah. In a way. It's just well, a sexy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. This is what you can expect from force deep <laughs> Right, well, yeah. <laughs> you can use the force to make someone deep throat you, if that's what you're thinking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Of course you can, you can just point your fingers I don't want at to her head. Myself. No, point your fingers at her head and then just boom, and her head's just like, ow! Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking, use the force to literally. <laughs> this, oh, this is all a bit dark. <laughs> and this is the guy who's trying to be a Jedi. Yeah, you're going to get kicked out of the Jedi University talking like this. <laughs> so, so, I've got a question. Yes, Padawan. Um, Can I use the force to mouth yeah. rape something? <laughs> Where do I you didn't stand? Say rape, I was like, I meant consensual. It's all consensual. But interestingly, where do you stand on the force and rape? I mean, just asking for a friend. I'm oh, technically you're, like, you're celibate. Are you? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why Anakin's a naughty boy, isn't he? Yeah. Because, um, but like we said, I said that uh, this meme. What did it say? Where like, where Anakin says, "Are you an angel to Padme?" And then if she just said, "No, fuck off, little slave, and don't talk to me," <laughs> and then just cuts to the credits. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, it never, you know, go play with some space Lego or something. Just. Fuck up. Yeah, no. Instead, she's like, oh, bless him. Four or five years' time, I'm going to have sex with this little boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a creepy bitch. Yeah. Luke Skywalker's mum was a fucking. He's a right one. Charge on the side. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Taking his massive. What species is he? Gungan. His massive Gungan cut. <laughs> Or you just ejaculate Is there such a thing in the Star Wars universe as Gungan cuckold porn? <laughs> oh, sissy man watches wife ravaged by 16 inch Gungan dick. <laughs> on the boo, maybe. What happens on the boo stays on the boo. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh dear, that was, that was all rather filthy. <laughs> 
Yes, it was. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> it's Mike's fault, <laughs> actually. Science officer. Yeah. Well, you do see Obi-Wan use your Jedi mind trick in this one. Him and Luke go to Tatooine after Aunt Peru and... Uh, well segued. Huh? Thank you. And um, what's the uh, uncle's name? Oh, yeah. Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. Uh, they've been killed. <laughs> just skeletons. Fucking yeah, they're just burning skeletons. Yeah. Skeleton or skeleton? Skeleton. Skeleton, yeah. Stormtroopers uh, didn't miss that one, did they? Well, there's a theory Bob affected that. Ah. I don't know if we've got that as a Dan theory for later, so it's something I glanced across earlier, but yeah, the theory that Boba Fett was um, actually hunting Luke down as well. Oh. And for who? For uh, who? Vader. Who? He doesn't know who Luke is. He doesn't know oh, the Emperor yet. even. Oh, does the Emperor know? Who knows at the end of episode three? Leia's mum and dad. Yeah, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yeah, you know, the Palpatine's pretty strong. You might be able to pick him up. Yeah, he might have got it from the Force. He's in whomping, what's his whomping womp rats in his T sixteen, using the Force. Yeah, but yeah, they do. That is called the first time you see them use the Force. Remember how you felt. Yeah, it was like, oh, time you saw it, these, you know, these awesome. aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. In a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, that fucking... Much like Telford. Yeah. There's a bar in LA called Scum and Villainy, and it looks like that cantina on they the They don't play that fucking song all the time, do they? Uh, well, I hope not, no, because people wouldn't. <laughs> they probably play it a bit, I imagine. They, yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like a cool place. Yeah. Scum and Villainy. A hive of scum and villainy. That bar is pretty cool. And fucking hell. I was watching Rogue One last night. The two guys in the bar who start on yeah, the, in Rogue it. One. They are, yeah. Some people say that fucks with the timeline a bit, but they could have made it to the bar. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, fuck balls and shit. Um, oh, yeah. We might as well get to it because we're at the bar. <laughs> Percy Han Saber in action. Han Greedo. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck did he change it? I mean, I mean, I get why he did it, because he thinks it's a better character trait, but come on, it's cool that Han shot first. Well, we see Han shoot first in Solo. Yeah, I love that little nod. That yeah. was clearly done on purpose to mm -hmm. say, like, yeah, of course he shoots first. And yeah. fucking hell, Beckett says to him, you did the right choice, kid, I would have fucking shot you dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, He's grown up in that environment, he knows yeah. what these people are like. So that's why he shot first. There's no, I don't think there's any, i got no problem with Han shooting first. No, nor me. He's up to his lifestyle. Yeah, and the cut that makes Greedo shoot first. It looks shit. There's obviously been some fuckery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of them. Wish he'd left it alone. But hey, alas, what can they do? Yeah, it's tragic. Well, I tell you what they can do. You can go online and bitch like a little fucking weasel with nothing else to do. And write big long Reddit posts. If I can... You know, wouldn't it be cool if there's no copyright? Yeah. And like anybody could make a Star Wars. Someone's film. done it. Oh, not made one. Someone's edit. People have done their yeah. own edits. edits things, yeah. I've never watched. Same with any good. any movie franchise. If there's no no, because then like people look what happened. And then the best yeah. would would come to the top, wouldn't it? No, yeah. you can't have that. You I know it's a nice have idea. One person, one view. No. It's a nice idea, Mike. But look what happened here, not ten minutes ago. <laughs> where we delved into a discussion of yeah. using the force to have aggressive sex with consenting partners. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone with the money can do yeah. it, then people are gonna take your beloved franchise yeah. and gonna turn it into the most horrific, <laughs> offensive, destructive, socially immoral, just degrading like people can make porno snuff movies with it. Yeah. 
They could. Yeah. Uh, and if they got a follow, they got a follow. And if it didn't, <laughs> <laughs> they don't you think that damages your brand somewhat and cheapens it? Yeah. If anyone can make it, your little kids yeah. searching for Star Wars on YouTube okay. and they end up. You may like... have you may have hundreds of thousands of terrible, <laughs> gonna... terrible Star Wars films, but you might have twenty or thirty fucking awesome films. You, it's a nice they, they idea. Give a different but... perspective on it, you know. And, you can, um, they're called fan films, but yeah, you're gonna get there. And fan, fanfic as well, you know, people yeah. read that. Most of that's porn, weirdly. <laughs> no fairness. They always make a porn film, porn parody of every film, that they? I'm sure there's a Star Wars one, aren't Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that's from St- Zack and Mary make a porno. Have you seen that movie? No. Kevin Smith film. Good movie. Starring Seth Rogen. They make a Star Wars porn parody in it. Oh, right, okay. Part of the storyline. Yeah, good movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, nice idea, Mike, in your hippie fantasy of Star Wars ownership. But <laughs> the reality is, that's now you make money, son, and that's now you protect a brand. And your, and your idea. They didn't pay that many billions of dollars to own Star Wars. Well, no, but say, in the universe, you know, there is no such thing as just public ownership. I, I prefer it this way around. <laughs> I prefer just having the one dogmatic Disney bought it. Disney make the films, they decide. They've all been really good so far. Yeah, they've been alright, yeah. But what if someone else could have been better? I'm just saying, you know. Well, they should have had the fucking billions to buy it. They don't don't live in that fucking world, we live in this shit world. (laughs) Fucking hell. um, Captain, break down. First use of the lightsaber and meeting Han Solo in the the Mos Eisley Cantina. They want a ship, they need to get to Alderaan. Here's Han and Chewie. Han once did the uh, the Kessel flight in in twelve part the Kessel run in twelve parsecs. If you round up. If you round up. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, round down, sorry. Oh yeah. Round down. Always round down. Yeah, it's great. Well, we touched you know, on. He's a legendary smuggler. We got the Cantina Band as well playing. Yeah, we? the Cantina Band. <laughs> Somebody did the tune. But not for too long, we don't get sued. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Mickey. Uh, I mean, Heil, Heil Mickey. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm joking. Yeah. Mickey's just an innocent creation of a Nazi. He's not a Nazi himself. Uh, so we do a. Uh, we, we take off Maldron, narrowly avoiding capture at the hands of the Empire. They've never figured out that those were the droids they were looking for. Yeah. Should have shut down that capsule. Yeah, and they um, head into Alderaan, they encounter an asteroid field. Mm. Because Alderaan isn't there anymore, it's been destroyed by the Death Star. Mm. As we mentioned earlier, Leah took surprisingly well. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a children's film, isn't it? Let's be honest, especially yeah. at this point. They're not making, like, Amistad or something, it's not like... Let's not mention the billion people that have just died, yeah. let's just... You know, I'm sure Carrie Fisher is capable of giving a much more traumatised performance, but... I don't think it was what was asked of her in the, you know, like, oh no, you dastardly villain. You've destroyed my world. I know she doesn't talk like that. Yeah, well, it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale. Apparently she was always being nagged because she was. they said she was too fat, too chubby. Well, yeah. well she wasn't. But, oh, that's why I did think so. Yeah, yeah, but by Hollywood they've got well, like yeah. weird fucking... She had to use a stone or something to get the role mm. and she struggled with it made it quite unhappy I think but she was fucking awesome the kid did I tell you we, we watched um, Return of the Jedi with um, my girlfriend's kids two girls aged six or five or seven or five nearly. anyway two things they mentioned they were 
because they know it's Princess Leia and she's running around the forest with a gun and kicking ass and uh, they're like most princesses don't do that and I was like no they don't do it I can't remember the other comment they basically loved Ewoks and then enjoyed it. as soon as they saw an Ewok they were like oh transfixed and loved the whole movie tried watching A New Hope with them first and after about an hour they were bored to tears I've got mm. to be honest it didn't get them there is yeah. a generation gap now, unfortunately. But Jedi, they fucking... Well, perhaps they were ooh. a bit bit young. Seven Probably five. a bit too young, I think, yeah. Yeah. There was quite a lot of story in this first one. Mm. Well, it's setting um, everything up, isn't it? You've got a lot of background to put yeah. in. Yeah. They, they were kind of bored. But Jedi, yeah, they fucking... And then they loved Princess Leia. That's why I brought that up. They, even they noticed. They were like, oh, she's a... And I was making jokes like, she don't need no man. No space man. But she doesn't. <laughs> she's pretty bad. Does the end? Well, yeah, I know. She gets rescued, but come on. She's pretty. For the time, she's a pretty bussy, yeah. in charge female yeah, sort of yeah. character. She's not quite a damsel in distress, is she? Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Well, this is stone we'll, we'll, let's get to that word. So mm. Han and they get basically get trapped to be dogs of the Death Star, which yeah. isn't it? That's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan decides to go on a bit of a solo mission, take out the. Uh, you take out the shield generator, the tractor beam generator, so mm-hmm. they can get away. They, got, but they know that Princess Leia's on board, so they uh, go and rescue her, and she gives Luke Skywalker a bit of lip, calling him short, which seems very nice. But she kind of engineers her own escape, really. Yeah. I mean, she's the one that she blows a hole in the side in the, in the ward, yeah, going down the garden shoes. She's yeah. firing back at him. Luke's a bit of a fish out of water at that point. Yeah. So that's what I was his first gunfight. Yeah. Also, I wish I wasn't wearing this Stormtrooper armour because yeah. I was just fuck all anyway. Yeah. It's really hot in this. <laughs> and it affects your aim. Apparently so. <laughs> Although he's, maybe because he takes his helmet off, yeah. maybe that's why he can shoot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe they just can't fuck all at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we're assuming they've got some sort of computer, like, heads-up display type, you know. What if it is literally just like shades? It's like, like, it's like a paintball mask. Yeah, it's just black lenses, and you just like, I can't see a fucking. That's why we see that one bang his head, shit, and don't know a fucking up. Like, they're fucking useless. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't fancy it. No. I wouldn't fancy being a stormtrooper full stop in all fairness. It's, uh, see, you've got a short life. Uh, well, I don't know, I'd go for it if you could get away with right? if you could be a lazy one with a cushy uh, posting. Do you know what I mean? If you posted on some far away. A bit like when people get posted to Cyprus. Yeah. You know, in the army. Like, they tell you they've been in the army and like, oh, did you see any service, any you know, action? No, no, I was, you know, basically Cyprus, Cyprus Germany. and Germany for like yeah. a few years. Oh, right, sounds wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Basically, yeah. being on Endor before the shit happened. Yeah, yeah, before you don't ever see any action. Yeah. But you get to walk around with the gun, you know, and just chill. Or a nice compliant world that's just taking yeah. the Empire's thing, doesn't give any trouble. Yeah, it's you know, nice and I'd do that. And then retire, you meet with no, the locals. And, uh, but if, it, if it's a real story, though, you'd get to like a day before retirement and then a band of rebels would like <laughs> yeah. storm your post and like, you'd get a lightsaber up the ass or something like <laughs> die horrifically but yeah they got families too haven't they they must have oh, they're yeah. henchmen but they've got yeah. I mean lots of comedies have riffed on that haven't they about hen- henchmen they did it in Austin Powers didn't they mm. as well like, yeah, um, Star Wars robot chickens were the watch of the storm yeah, yeah. I've like seen that one a, a day in the life yeah isn't it oh, bring, it, bring your daughter to work that's day. it yeah I've seen that one mm-hmm. excellent yeah I don't know I'd be a st- I wouldn't want to be like you say I wouldn't want to be a stormtrooper on 
who sees a lot of action because I don't think you do see a lot of action like you say I think you die quite quickly mm. and easily you haven't got much of a space suit to speak of have you no. it's, it's plastic plastic looking might as well be foam in all fairness yeah, <laughs> for the, all the good it, the, the good it does sort of body suit mm-hmm. underneath and yeah, I don't fancy. I've never looked into if that armor's actually sealed, so they can survive in space or anything. Yeah. I think they can survive gas attacks and that. But mm. still, it's like it offers no protection whatsoever to the weapons at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty useless, isn't it? it? Is. But you know, it's cheap, mass-produced shit. There's a lot of stone troopers. Yeah. I suppose that's the point. If you well, sell it, you get a nice shiny new armor. Oh yeah, yeah. it's white. <laughs> You'll blend in perfectly. If it's snowing, <laughs> your helmet will be brand new. I promise you, not recycled at no. all. There you go. Oh, but my, my my helmet smells of vomit. Uh, <laughs> shut up! No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's just a bit of brain in the back of his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all off. brand new. All right. <laughs> Wasn't your dad's helmet? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Django. <laughs> Django fat unchained. Oh no. Yeah, he did literally see his dad get decapitated. Yeah, well, his dad should have tried to come make his window, should he? Yeah, that's fair. Should have known that was probably going to work out in his favour. Poor yeah. Boba Fett saw Daniel got killed. Oh, yeah, that was it. If he'd have had any fucking sentence, he'd just blast his jetpack and flown to the fucking top of that arena. Yeah, like, he's, he's like the fucking second most powerful Jedi in the galaxy running at him. Yeah, thought he was hard, though, didn't he? Well, he should have fucking just accepted it, really. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, it's on him. It's on him. It's definitely on him. And he knew his son was watching. Yeah. Well, that's why he was doing. He's trying to impress his son. It? Like, this is how you do it, lad. Fucking Jedi's. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Still lovely backswing. Yeah, but lost his head. Anyway. Yeah. So this was Vader. So to Vader meeting Obi Wan. Mm. So you know, they've Obi Wan shut down the track to be. They're on their way out. Is in full view of Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie, and they're just about to get on the Falcon. And Obi Wan's like, "Yeah, Darth, mm. here's a go, mate." When you watch this one back now, this is a bit. Yeah, it's not a good fight, is it? No, it's a bit dark shit. Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah, too bad. It's like a massive man and an old man who yeah. can't move very well. <laughs> if you strike me down, Darth, I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Which is true. Force ghost. But at the time, I didn't get it. I was just like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. You just closed now. <laughs> Darth pokes it a bit, doesn't he? Isn't it the good when I was when we last met? I was you were the master and I was the apprentice. But now I I'm the master. So, I don't know, so the like, circle is complete. No, I am the master. Darth. Oh, you're the master of evil, Darth. That's what he says. Mm. Well, yeah, it's a shit fight. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of, Obi Wan. I think Obi Wan at that point is just like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking sort it now. I'm yeah, fucking done with this. It's weird though, isn't it? What happens to Jedi when they die? How the whole body just. Well, only the most powerful ones, isn't it? It's mm. only because yeah. I mean, at the end of um, Qui Gon Jim was the first to discover it, wasn't he? He was one. He certainly yeah, because he trained Obi Wan to do it, didn't he? Cause Yoda says, you know, we got an old. An old, old friend has learned to come yeah. back. Uh, he's going to teach you starts it, doesn't he? training I have for you so uh, yeah because he says that they're in, they're in, so Obi-Wan has basically spent 20 years on Tatooine just dicking around learning about the force hasn't he in complete solitude and nothing to bother him raping would sand he, women <laughs> wouldn't he use the force because that might have oh he'd have learned to use it wouldn't he because he would have blocked it off because it gets Vader detected it yeah, by yeah. Luke so maybe Unless he was meditating and quite yeah. on with communicating. Hang on, then. Wasn't he on Tatooine to protect Luke? 
He was. Yeah. I suppose he must have kept an eye out on him. But he doesn't know where Luke was, though. Or who he was. Oh, he knows who Luke knows who he is. He's just Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Just... No, no, the other way around. Does Ben know who Luke is? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. What? Oh, sorry, I fell down a weed hole. I think <laughs> he does, yeah. Yeah, of course he does, yeah. He's at the birth. Mm. He says, I'll take this one to Tatooine. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I ask, because I'm sure one of you just said he doesn't know who Luke is. No, no he doesn't want to make us know where Luke is. Oh, that's all right. Mm. Fuck me. Sorry, listener. Yeah. That's not good audio. It's just me being rather stoned. Well, take a break. Yeah. We're back. So um, we did gloss over a bit, which is one of our favourite moments, which is the trash compactor scene. Yeah, it's a classic scene, isn't it? Yeah. The uh, the garbage snake. You didn't put one of them in there intentionally, or just just something that crept aboard one day? Um, it's probably a bacteria that grows in space trash, isn't it? And um, it's probably like one of those things in is it cabin in the woods or something. I might have seen that. Where uh, he gets infected with that, like, like slug thing. Mm-hmm. He shits it out. Right, yeah. Maybe the stormtroopers are contracted to some kind of oh, slug Oh, yeah, disease. on some mission. And then they... They shit it into the, uh, the waste. Into the system. And it's grown into a few huge fucking yeah. giant adult one. I think science officer, you've hit the most plausible explanation. What about... What about if that particular alien species of giant garbage slug... slug Worm thing yeah. is just really efficient at turning garbage that you're throwing down there, eating it, and then somehow pooping it out into some kind of heating fuel for the ship. Yeah, I'd say that the Empire um, are that really sort of like environmentally conscious, so they don't care, they're just going to dump it to space. I suppose they don't want to destroy a planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah they dump all that trash compactor shit onto somewhere like Endor, you know what I mean? Oh, they'd be dropping radioactive wood onto Endor, wouldn't they? Cute little mammal looking up at the stars, like, oh, how pretty. And then a moon comes into view and, like, toxic shit waste falls into <laughs> your fairy little face and, like, burns through your matted flesh. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, there's a problem frozen shit that's coming from planes. <coughs> yeah, allegedly. Like to be. Blue ice. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being killed by a shard of that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it does oh, happen, oh, not very often. But stabbed through the, through the skull with it, or through the chest. A giant slab of no, it's um, literally it's it's a cube. You're just crushed by it. Cube of human. That would be our way to go, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. It does freak me out in the toilet on the plane. Like it feels like you can hear outside, like when you flush. Do you know what I mean? Like what the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That to me sounds like like oh, I've just opened it. Little flap to our side. <laughs> no, I'm not tempted <laughs> to dive down the airplane toilet like it freaks me out. <laughs> Climbing in any toilet freaks me out. <laughs> it's not a train spot in the plane. Like, yeah, a man dies. Imagine if you flushed the chain while you're sliding, it sucked you out. <laughs> oh man, that would suck. Oh, it would suck, yeah. <laughs> it was that part where you just like crushed your back and your legs together, it just sucked you right, Well, hopefully it would kill you through sucking you through a small gap by breaking your neck <laughs> yeah. and your spine, and you wouldn't have to suffer the indignity of free falling through the air thinking, I just fell through the toilet of an aeroplane. Why me? How can this? This has to be a dream. It's not a dream. It's not a dream. I'm falling. It's your, it's your head is literally touching your ankles at that point. And you're just, you're just flapjacking your way through the sky. Yeah. No one's going to save you. No one's diving out after you. You must die if you fall out of a plane at that height. 
quite quickly. <laughs> I'd say so. I, no, I don't mean when you hit the floor. I mean you must um, die from jumping out like the temperature. Or, I don't you know. know. Just, you if you're in your t-shirt. Yeah, but what, you're in your t-shirt, <laughs> your shorts, and your flip-flops. You get sucked, like we say, through the toilet. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you what? What height do they go? Twenty. Thirty thousand feet. Higher than that. You're thirty thousand feet in the air, just in your t-shirt and your shorts. Yeah, that happened might to a man. Might once, you freeze to death? Once in a hot air balloon, I think we covered yeah. it on um, uh, the Darwin Awards, and he wanted to see how high he could get. Yeah. And he went so high he froze to death. Uh, well, you didn't have anyone with him? Huh? You didn't have anyone with him? I think he went on his own. Well, <laughs> you would want to go with him? <laughs> thought you'd have some bloke in a jumper coat, wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for being cold, I'll let you down. If you go to the toilet on an aeroplane, <laughs> try not to get sucked through it, yeah. is always saying. Yeah. That would suck. And try not to have, over the one be like one of them garbage snakes on there either. Right. Well, no, what if you got sucked through the toilet and then you fell straight out into the path of the jet? Like, well, that might just happen, wouldn't it? You just then, stuck in the engine, the plane goes down, yeah. and you're responsible. What a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. you plummet to the earth in a frozen poo and weed chrysalis. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you will be covered in shit and piss, won't you? It'll freeze yeah. the onions. Oh, <laughs> it might save your life, it might. <laughs> <laughs> I was saved by chemical turds. Oh, it formed an armoured shell around me. It froze solid. Yeah. Oh, wow. We should write that story. It's right in itself, gentlemen. I every border's chemical turn. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it? Shit man. Shitty man. No, we were sent Shitty the, falling we man. We were sent to the Daily Star and I was saved by being frozen in a block of chemical poo. <laughs> and they'll print that. Why was you uh, Winston Churchill thing? Uh, I'll be honest, they called me a couple of times and I didn't answer the uh, phone. So A was at work and B couldn't really. I didn't want to follow through it. <laughs> I'd check it out, you know. Oh, Maybe if we recorded it, I'll be next time. If we think of a different story, we'll record the phone call and use it as podcast material, and that'll probably encourage me to do it then. So I'll check it out. Actually, what we should do is um, get them to ring back when we're doing the podcast, and I'll pretend to be your agent, and Mike will pretend to be your manager, mm. and we'll try and thrash out a deal for you. Mm. I've got a feeling they might tell us to fuck off. Well, let's just see how far we can take it. Let's just see how far we can bullshit a Sun journalist. Um, I was force raped by a Jedi on Tatooine. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All the evidence points to you, Mike. You're the only one studying at Jedi University. You're the one who mentioned the force uh, deep throat rape. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, but well, I'm only I'm only done level one. It's about another. Fifteen levels to go. Don't oh, grow your hair yet. Yeah. The first step on a journey to a wider world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what else happens in a new hope that you really well, like? Let's Death talk Star about run. the end. The Death Star run, which is based on space fights, pretty good, isn't it? The effects are oh, yeah. pretty awesome. R.I.P. Hawkins. We mentioned last week, didn't we, Mike? That they basically it wasn't fucking easy to get those model shots. Nope. That they got, they were having to create new technology basically mm. as they went, weren't they, to get the shots that he wanted. And, and we mentioned they copied actual dogfight footage in yeah. war films. Yeah. And it fucking works, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It yeah. And it, on the noises, everything comes together. The sound effects are so important. I don't know if it's because they're iconic looking back or whether they just, they must have been bang on in the first place because they're just, everything. All the sounds are iconic, the sound of an X-Wing, the sound of a TIE yeah, fighter, the, lasers yeah. the, the sound of the lasers. Oh, 
obviously the score. Magical. Well, of course. Absolute magic. There would be no sound in a space battle. Yeah, no. but that'd be boring as fuck. Not unless you're an antenna to pick it up. Yeah. Maybe we can hear it. There'd be sound inside the cockpit, though, so maybe we're hearing it from the... Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. There wouldn't be explosions. There wouldn't be darts. There wouldn't be the force. It's fucking... It's a fairy tale. It's fantasy. Yeah. They tried doing that, actually. Um, no sound in space. Yeah. For a film. What was that one where... They try and fly that thing into the sun. Oh, um, Danny Boyle film. Yeah. yeah Brian Cox is our advisor on yeah. that, isn't he? Yeah, he said no sound in space. So they tried it. It's like, this is just weird. Yeah. It doesn't work. They have to put sound in. Because we're programmed for yeah. it. It's how we watch movies. Well, we're it, just... Yeah. It's just way more entertaining. Oh yeah, not saying that. No, I know, I know, but it's we talked about this. You've never heard the shot that killed you. We had one of our most one of my favourite discussions we ever had was I can't remember what fucking episode it was on, but it's because I'd read something online about how one fleck of Spain paint, sorry, one fleck of paint in space could hit the space station and like smash the window and cause like hundreds of millions of pounds of damage and like custom a lot of time to repair. And I was thinking, so bigger objects, obviously, they're just going on forever. So every explosion that happens in one of those X-wing Tie Fighter dogfights, yeah. every single explosion would just go on forever. All the debris just floating on like an unchanged path, and then you'd be fly. Other X-wings would then fly into that debris, and then it could just go on forever through space, silently, yeah. through time, and all of this would be in silence and. Every bit of debris from every dogfight is still going to be there in space, somewhere, floating along. And one day, you know, ten years later, you're just flying around innocently, and a fucking fleck of paint from an X-wing from a battle ten years ago smashes through your windscreen, ruins yeah. the atmosphere, like, and all we your all family die. With yeah, your family all die because that is the fucking the, the aftermath. That is the, the collateral damage. The aftermath. Of fucking space war, it's no joke. It's like landmines in space, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, no, and they go on forever. It's mm. no joke, man. This is serious shit. Captured by a planet's gravity. Yeah, okay. mind you, in the infinity of space, you've got, to be, you've got to be seriously fucking unlucky to get a fleck of paint through your windscreen mm. in the infinity of space, haven't you? Yeah, there's a lot of space battles. Well, maybe, the, shit. maybe there isn't as many as we think. I mean, a lot of shit gets, seems to get blown up in these Star Wars movies. Space is pretty big. It is. But my point, yeah, but yeah, the point is, it's a fucking great scene. Yeah, it's iconic. It is. I feel we haven't talked about Porkins enough. Mm. I've mentioned it twice. Porkins, R.I.P.D. Yeah. Luke firing without his targeting system. Silly move. But did you notice? Um, and I, this has been shared in a meme on Facebook, quite a popular meme. But it, the point stands of the meme: when you see Luke go down the channel, no curvature. Uh, flat Death Star. Mm. Flat Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> you can no. see it's round. Ah, but no. The plans show it's round. Ah, <laughs> no, lies, Ben. They fudged it. They're all yeah. fake photos. When Luke goes down on that thing with his spirit level, <laughs> his onboard spirit level. Or is it just so vast it appears flat? Flat you, can't, you can't see the. That's uh, not how science works. Well, either way, he fires that. Uh, he hears yeah. everyone's voice and to use the force. Yeah, pretty cool. And he fires those uh, photon torpedoes down the down the shaft. Like we touched on last week, that yeah. guy, that guy who wrote the book that inspired George Lucas, that guy who 
the hero with a thousand faces, can't remember his name, but you know what I mean, the guy who yeah. studied thousands of myths across all of cultures and blah, blah, blah. The hero has to go on some sort of supernatural um, change that opens him up to a bigger thing. Um, that's a common factor with Luke. It's obviously having this wizard man appear in ghostly form yeah. and tell him of this thing he can use. It's his first X-Wing battle, isn't it? Yeah. Right? He's, he's a gifted f- pilot like yeah. his father was. Just naturally, because as a Jedi, I guess, you, or not Jedi, just as a very Force-sensitive mm-hmm. person, you must have better reactions and things and senses. So, yeah. But still pretty... So there's his, you know, your, myth, your classic mythological beat that you need, which yeah. is one of the reasons Star Wars rang true, well with so many people modern mythology Luke there he is with his wizard in his ear what happens to that fucking Death Star ooh kablammy bits of that are still floating through fucking space and then Luke gets the record kills ever in one single hit it's true man he killed it a lot of people with that he's kind of a mass murderer I know there's that a lot of people he seems too bothered by it doesn't he well they're terrorists aren't they some people say that the rebels are terrorists to well that's it um, Should we discuss whether yeah. all the innocent people are Death Star? Yeah, before yeah. we could I just we put a pin in it for two seconds yeah. and then yeah. we will discuss all those poor How many was it? People. Was it a couple of million? I don't know, I don't know if it's that many, but it's gotta be a lot of people on board. Do you want me to attend uh, uh, in the break yeah. shall I see if there is an answer to that? Yeah, okay. Pause that. And we're back. So let's get around to the fact that Luke killed about two million people on the on the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. But using the force, how would you feel about blowing up a Nazi base containing two million Nazi soldiers at the time? But they weren't all soldiers. Can you go to that list that was on? Uh, Yeah, the support staff. Well, some guy just doing fucking accounting. Do you know know who you were? The canteen guy. That's well. He just joined up the chance of fucking three meals a day in a uniform. Well, this information is from. website called sci-fi stack exchange.com and it says the first death star is depicted in various sources of having a crew of 265,675 as well as 52,276 gunners 607,360 troops 30,984 stormtroopers 42,782 ship support staff and 180,216 pilots and support crew. Most of them are fucking soldiery yeah. people. There's 42,000 support staff. But my poor right, Bob the mechanic. What if you found out, right, yeah. that a member of your family, mm-hmm. an uncle or something like that, a great uncle, you found out. He's working he, for was, he was a cleaner. No, he was a cleaner for the Nazis. Oh, I get you, yeah. He was just cleaner, but he did a lot of cleaning for them. And they needed cleaners. Cleaners help them. They need, you know. Mm-hmm. How would you think? So was gonna mop them brains off the wall. Yeah. Would you think? Well, you're a bit. Well, you got paid to work for them. You, you're on the payroll. If he's a German at the time, and as a Nazi is the controlling party, he doesn't really have much choice. Where, what can he do? Well, you know, if you're working for the state, you're going to be working for the Nazi party. And if yeah. he was in a building working for the Nazis, mm-hmm. cleaning for them, and the Allies blew that fucking mm-hmm. building up, how would you feel about that? It's a tough one, isn't it? 
Yeah. I say you shouldn't have been mopping up for the Nazis. Mm. I say now I'm going to avenge my uncle. <laughs> 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 kill rebels. Have you got Tommy Robinson? No, I had my brain removed, thank you. So, uh, we're not the first to uh, discuss the moral dilemma of blowing up the Death Star, are we, Mike? Well, this is it. We're going to play you a little classic scene from the movie Clerks. You must have seen it if you haven't. One of my favourite films. Yeah, me too. For sure. Indeed. Thanks. You know that article's accurate? Caitlin really is getting married. You know what I just watched? Me pulling a can off some moron's fist? Return of the Jedi. Didn't you hear me? Caitlin is really getting married. What did you like better? Jedi or the Empire Strikes Back? Empire. Blasphemy. Empire had the better ending. I mean, Luke gets his hand cut off, finds out Vader's his father, uh, hand gets frozen, take away by Boba Fett. It ends on such a down note. I mean, that's what life is. A series of down endings. All, all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. There was something else going on in Jedi. I never noticed it till today. They build another Death Star, right? Yeah. Now, the first one was completed and fully operational before the Rebels destroyed it. Luke blew it up. Give credit where credit's due. And the second one was still being built when they blew it up. Compliments of Lando Calrissian. Something just never sat right with me that second time around. I could never put my finger on it, but something just wasn't right. And you figured it out. The first Death Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials. Basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. I bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers. And not just Imperials. Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. Think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right, so they bring in independent contractors. Why are you so upset at its destruction? All those innocent contractors brought in to do the job were killed. Casualties of a war they had nothing to do with. All right, look, you're a roofer. Some juicy government contract comes your way. You got a wife and kids, the two-story in suburbia. This is a government contract, which means all sorts of benefits. Along come these left-wing militants and blast everything within a three-mile radius with their lasers. You didn't ask for that. You have no personal politics. You're just trying to scrape out a living. Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, what are you talking about? The ending of Return of the Jedi. My friend here is trying to convince me that any independent contractors who were working on the uncompleted Death Star were innocent victims when they were destroyed by the rebels. Well, I'm a contractor myself. I'm a roofer. Done and ready home improvements. And speaking as a roofer, I can tell you a roofer's personal politics comes into play heavily when choosing jobs. Like when? Three weeks ago, I was offered a job up in the hills. Beautiful house. Tons of property. A simple reshingling job. They told me if I could finish it in one day, I would double my price. Then I realized whose house it was. Whose house was it? Dominic Bambino's. Babyface Bambino? The gangster? The same. The money was right, but the risk was too high. I knew who he was, and based on that, I turned the job over to a friend of mine. Based on personal politics. Right, and the next week, the Foresi family put a hit on Babyface's house. My friend was shot and killed. Didn't even finish reshingling. No way. I'm alive because I knew the risk involved in that particular client. My friend wasn't so lucky. Any contractor working on that Death Star knew the risk involved. If they got killed, it's their own fault. A roofer listens to this, not his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. He makes a valid point. He does. 
Yeah, I mean, feel free to argue against him, but I think. But then yeah. again, like, like what um, Dante says, you know, he's got fire support. It's a government contract. It's good money. Probably yeah. a union job. Yeah. <laughs> but mate, if you're working for the space Nazis. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
Yeah. Uh, there's quite a lot of blood actually. Luke gets fucked up by that one mm-hmm. thing of it. Yeah, yeah, he does. Han cuts up. Only time Han Solo uses a lightsaber, or is it? We'll get oh. to the Force Awakens. Yeah. But um, yeah, the only time you see Han use a lightsaber when he cuts open the um, what's it called? We just said it. Tom's on. Sticks Luke in there, saves his life. I didn't understand that as a kid. It had to be explained to me. I was like, ew, what's that happening? Just you have someone to think that cuts up dead animals. Or? Like, that's weird. Yeah, but apparently yeah, that's what you do in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's survival technique. Cut open a horse and climb inside. Wear it. <laughs> I'd rather freeze to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I don't know if you would. That that now that that's what separates me from the survivalists. I just like. <laughs> Oh well. I'll just go lie in the snow naked. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to skinned it and taken the fur. I couldn't even do that. I'd just freeze. But not get into his guts, that's a bit disgusting. Yeah, that's too much. Well, that's why. And again, live or die. Yeah. And taking down the attacks, that's pretty awesome, isn't that it? That is. I love the, um, the, the rope or the chains they yeah. fly around. Mm. Seems a bit of a ball ache way of doing it. Yeah, but. Fucking satisfying when you see them. Oh yeah. Big weird things come. Strange design, isn't it? Really. It is really because you're thinking of a, a war machine. Mm. You want something like a tank that's traction over everything. Yeah. Or yeah. something with dwindly little legs. But it yeah. can, in theory, though, walk over any terrain, can't it? Because of its like. Could you get through marsh? I don't think you could get through marshland. Could well, it? I don't know. It's a bit of torque behind those legs mm. go up and down, aren't it? Yeah, but. Slippery underfoot, isn't it? It's gonna slip. It's got four. We legs. don't know. It might have a gallop slow. mode. We've just never seen it in the movie. <laughs> it gallops like a deer, yeah. um, gracefully, and springs over the marsh. <laughs> um, nah, they don't do that. Do they? Uh, it'd be shit to pilot one of them. I reckon you'd get a shook around like. Oh, you'd you just bounce it from uh, side yeah. to side, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you a sprung seat. Cool when it gets taken down. Yeah, they got the best armor, aren't they? No, they did. If we're honest, they're a bit shit. They just mm. look cool, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Robot dog thing. Giant robot dog. It's a bit shit, though, isn't it? I mean, mm. stormtroopers that can't yeah, shoot, yeah. but your nat to get taken out by fucking rebels and a bit of chain between them yeah. and a magnet. And he walks later on. And he, oh, yeah. don't get me started. I'll save my fucking rant for later on that. Oh dear. Well, oh. come on, you could take out a tank with a chain. No. If you held it really tight, I'm thinking <laughs> in movie terms. No. And it, it got, went just under the turret, it would shave the turret off like. Mm, yeah. I think they shut you down by the time you've done that. Nah. Yeah, you can't be a chain with a tank. I mean, a tank with a chain. Fucking hell. But anyway, we get to see Luke training. Yes. That's I'm, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Running around with his little Yoda on his back. Yeah, never got that. That bit where he goes into the woods to fight Vader. Yeah, that kind of derails the entire movie. For me. No, he's facing what he could become. Mm. It's very symbolic. Yeah, I get it, but it's like it's called symbolism. I only found that out when I was older. When I first yeah. watched it, I was like, "What it's the fuck is this about?" It's deep. He went into the cave to face his darkest fears. He sort of sees himself turn to Vader, and so that's what he could be. He he went and followed the dark. I understand it. I just you know, I didn't get it when I was a kid. No, I didn't get it. When uh, I was a kid. I'm not sure. I guess it's just a freaky scene. Mm. I know it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yoda's great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, awesome puppet. It's he's wacky Yoda, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's a bit, bit sort of a uh, gone stir crazy Yoda yeah, in a way. He's a bit senile Yoda, isn't he? Yeah. Really, in a way. You know, he's, he's eight hundred years old at that point. Mm. That's a good human look. My <laughs> <laughs> iconic voice and the way he talks. I mean, yeah, it's cool. And they could have, you know, with a puppet, it could have looked a bit cheesy, but it yeah. doesn't look too bad. No, yeah, it's good. 
I think I read George saying that it was an old trope of mythology to have like sort of the little frog or something or animal at the side of the road that you pay no attention to mm-hmm. but it turns out to yeah. be the all powerful one that has the wisdom and that's what well, that's mm-hmm. what he is, isn't he? Most I'm assuming, powerful. yeah. I'm assuming a little frog. And we've seen him fight. We've seen what he did in them prequels. We've seen him with a benefit cheat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Come on, it's cool as fuck. He's on that stick all the fucking time. Yes, He's still a solo said, around you, throwing fucking... You ranted about throw, Master Yoda being a benefit <laughs> cheat last throwing time. Throwing those Senate fucking harbour things at Sidious. Mm. I mean, the he fuck? He can't do that all the fucking time. Well, he needs a fucking... Do you expect, like, OAPs to sprint to the shop and back? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I just expect them to fucking be consistent at least. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Only you can see it through that filter. You've politicised Yoda, he's not a benefit cheat. He, he doesn't cash in his space gyro, he lives in a fucking swamp in Dagobah. No, no, he is, he's cashing his fucking pension tax free because he's the head of a church, he's head of a religion. What, he's got fuck all? <laughs> He's living in a swamp. Ah, uh, but he gets a new fucking robe every couple of weeks. On his own. Well, only because the Empire took his money. I don't think he had that much, did he? I, don't bet, he had a, I bet he had a squeeze with Doug Bank. Being a Jedi, they meant to shed that sort of... Yeah, well, Yoda's head of it, but he's corrupt. <laughs> Yo, how fucking dare you? Yoda is the only thing in this universe that isn't uncorruptible. Yeah. He's the only pure thing in the world. And he's not real, I know that, but... How dare you, Master Yoda? <laughs> All so, the heads of churches go insane with corruption, guys. You know that. Well, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool when um, I'm trying Cloud City. Oh yeah. It's a pretty nice idea. Our first introduction to Lando, technically. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Lando. Shouts like out. I like in space, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the sitcoms died. Simon Pegg. Instead of calling somebody a Judas, he goes, You, Lando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. And in that series, he burns his Star Wars collection dressed as a Jedi because of Phantom Menace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he loses his job in a comic book shop because... You answered the... Yeah, he starts screaming at a little kid. And not then, like, a Jar Jar Binks. Like, yeah, like Jar Jar Binks. that be me? <laughs> and his boss, Bill Bailey, comes over and goes, Come on. It's always been for kids, what about the Ewoks? And uh, Simon Pegg says it. Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like fucking Shaft. (laughs) 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 Could be an all-powerful Sith Lord, as discussed Mm -hmm. last episode. Possibly. um, So yeah, where are we with this? Cloud City. Cloud City, yeah. Pretty cool went, well, shit, but cool shit for the characters but when the door opens and yeah. the leader's there and hand there. shoots him yeah. hand shoots first yeah, again I love that and just starts blasting at him yeah. like fuck have you ever seen oh what was that um, Brick Vader oh, Brick yeah. Vader Brick Vader it's a, it's a, it's a mash up between Star Wars and Snatch and Snatch for fuck's sake the brick top from Snatch give me that fucking shooter <laughs> and he takes, <laughs> takes the gun up man <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll play it later. Yeah, yeah. I'll play. It's so good, isn't it, man? I don't know. It's a visual thing. I don't know. We think it'll work. We'll try it. Interestingly, though, it's fairly not skipping ahead, really, but it kind of is. But because we're going to talk about the Last Jedi later and the the bad reaction to it from a lot of people, Uh, at the time there was apparently a similar 
kickback reaction to this movie mm. because if you think about it the first one is a fairy tale in space yep. with a happy ending mm -hmm. this one things get a lot darker that's yeah. what I love it right it doesn't necessarily have a particularly happy ending Nope. And no. apparently a lot of people complained about it. The change in tone was too much. They went in expecting mm. the same light-hearted, and it all went a bit like, ah, fucking hell. That's, that's what I like about it. You could have gone. The night is always dark as before the dawn. He's your, he's your what? Your dad. Oh, oh. Uh, where's his hand gone? I think that's a great thing. I think that's a fantastic mm. It's an awesome film. twist. I know it is, yeah, I'm just saying it's interesting at the time. One of the most famous twists in film history, isn't it? It is yeah. awesome, even if you've there's, never there's, seen what, a what single... What did you say to uh, Luke? We can rule no. the guys together as father and son. No, I, I, I'm not living by anybody. Yes, that's true. I we was waiting for one of us to get Mandela. Yeah. yeah, we discussed that in the Mandela episode. Let's talk a bit more about that scene because it is the yeah. iconic scene of the movie. I mean, mm. Luke's no. got zero Jedi training. Mm. I don't know if Vader's holding back. I presume he is. Maybe Luke is that gifted of the Force. Well, he's just hacking away, isn't he, really? Yeah, he's not a hacker, no, Luke. Isn't he? He's not, yeah. a, not a refined he's not very duelist. Finesse. But he hasn't used to train, has he? No, he's not. That shows you how powerful he is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a fucking awesome scene. It's pretty heavy. He gets his arm cut off, the lightsaber. His hand. He's at, well, yeah, his hand. Mm. Well, you know what I mean. And off it goes. Woo. You know, it's not like you see it land somewhere. You're like, oh, I can stick that back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. You see it go, and you're like, fucking hell, he's lost his hand and his yeah. lightsaber. Sucks for you, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Um, um, Darth Vader has come and join, join Yes. Rule, rule, father and son. Obi Wan never told you happened to your father. Mm. He told me you killed him. No. <laughs> I am your father. Doesn't he, does he say search your feelings? You know it yep. to be true. That's it. He says no. Yeah. Uh, jumps off, doesn't he? Then. Yeah. Off he goes. Yeah. Force. Hanging on, hanging on to an aerial, isn't he? Like a telly aerial. Yeah. yeah, you see him, there you go. Another example of Luke. You don't get that many, really. Example of him using the Force, like in a pretty powerful way, calling out mm. to Leia. They go and save him. It's nice that you see him getting an hand put back on. Yes. It's nice for him to end the film with two hands. That's, yeah. Plus, more robot hand. What, tell me what's fucking cooler than robot hand. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. I know this is going to descend into a wank discussion. <laughs> you asked for it. Uh, right. You've got a metal hand, robot hand. Do you use it to masturbate, or do you still stick to your your fleshy left hand? Well, well I'm right-handed for that, so. Yeah, me too. So that's what I'm saying. Your right hand is robot hand. Uh, Are you going to trust the robot hand and go with it? Yeah, I'll put it on, on autopilot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it feels like someone it? else is doing it. Yeah, but do you trust <laughs> it, man? What if it just well, goes, rips it, a bit tight? I want to be able to set the parameters, obviously. Uh, well, you control it, it with your mind. Does <laughs> that mean you will spend like, hours and like, hours? You don't set parameters. You control it with your brain. It's linked up to your... Ah, uh, right. That's okay. how Luke's able to move. Yeah, it's you know, but, linked to your nervous system. Uh, but... How much do you, you know, how much control have you got over it? How good are you at? Because what if you mm. get well, too excited? Well, let's just what say, if you yeah. squeeze your cock and it's like too hard? And it's like I don't know, squeezing a jam roll like, and <laughs> it just comes all the innards of it, <laughs> like a skin in a toad or something. Yeah. And you just well, let's just say I, I mastered sure it, it first. <laughs> a few weeks practice. <laughs> what practicing on it? <laughs> 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 the 
excuse five me. Five days a week. <laughs> Master Mike, <laughs> we have another mission. We need to go and speak to the Space Council about something. Like, Hold on, I can't. I'm, I'm busy. I'm wanking off a space cucumber. <laughs> but why? So I can bastard wanking myself up. Fuck off. Something to do with you, nosy bollocks. <laughs> Nothing in the Jedi Code about wanking with your robo hand. <laughs> So yeah, it ends on a right fucking down to be fair. Hands been captured Hand, as well. And you see him get frozen in carbon and you get that great line he's mm. layer turns and says, you know, I love I love you, he just goes, Yeah, I know. You, do you know where that comes from? Wasn't that improv? Yeah, because they he made him do the scene the that many times. That I love you too. Love yeah, too but well. they had done it that many times and he was that pissed off of it. He just said it as a sarcastic to make everyone laugh. She's like, I love you. And he's like, I know. Because he's heard her say it like 50 fucking times in a row. And then the director in the edit decided that's the best take yeah. of a lot. That works. They call back to it, don't they? In uh, Jedi or mm. Force Awakens. Force Awakens, they call back mm. to it, I think. Oh, no, it's in Solo. Yes. I'm getting confused. But it's in there somewhere. There's a nod back to it. But yeah, Han is gone in Carbonite. Yep. I love you, I know, bye bye. That's a scary set. When I was a kid, that looked like, what's happening to him? Yeah, you know he was mean? tortured before. Yeah, oh, poor Han. And I loved Han too, he was yeah. probably one of my favourites. Well, he didn't want to be in the third one, did he? No. He, he, wanted, this, he, he yeah. said that he wanted to be killed off. Yeah, but then he was, he just, I love the quote he said, but Lucas is like, I can't really, there's not much money in selling dead hand toys. You know what I mean? I want to be able to sell hand merchandise, so I'm not killing you off. I need you for Jedi. You're not dying. And he finally got his wish in The Force Awakens. Spoilers! But yeah, that was apparently the reason. Basically, George said, no, I can't. I'd like to kill you off, honestly, but I can't. Yeah. I want to sell Han in Hoth snow gear. Of course. I want to sell Han Han is in Tom Tom. Hondo gear. Mm-hmm. At Hondo, I'm on about um, Endor. Hondo. Sorry, I'm quite high. <coughs> this is your first episode, I apologise. I'm usually much more um, witty, intellectual, informative and charming than this. Allegedly. I'm not. <laughs> I'm always this high. <laughs> i got a problem. So what are we talking about? The beauty of this is that, you know, we mentioned before, but Lucas kept all the fucking appetite, all the merchandise mm. rights. It's phenomenal. You wouldn't get that nowadays. That's why he's a genius. So yeah, this, this film ends pretty darkly. Uh, yeah, I think it's the best. Although, uh, best although of all of my, but my Luke opinion. kisses Leia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like he fucking puts his tongue down her throat. I think she's enjoying it ears. <laughs> it's still a bit weird, yeah. But at this point, can't think about it. They feel a connection between them that's deep, but yeah. they don't really know what it is. She's like, I don't quite fancy him. Would have been worse if Luke went up to her and said, "Sniff my fingers." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They walked in on him and he had to buy them buns <laughs> and his face skull fucking her. Oh, sorry. Duh. Should <laughs> <laughs> we take a break and then yeah. they return to the Jedi? Yeah. Actually, I just want to point out that I think that she does know they're related because in Jedi she says, he mentions, like, I have, I have a sister. And she's like, Yeah, I know. Go out there for later. I let you finger me anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not the Jedi way. 
Yeah, he just falls deep <laughs> Death! The scent of death is in the air! <laughs> I felt great disturbance in the force. Okay, so um, let's move on to Return of the Jedi. Love it. Not my favourite of the OT. Uh, I, I know why people are disappointed with all the, you know, Return of the Muppets and blah blah blah. But Not so it's much pretty as a kid. Good. I loved it as a kid. Think about the high points. Luke, all in black, with, yeah. a, with a glove over his robot. Oh, the beginning's great. Yeah. Oh, that bit, yeah, the opening scene. It's a bit of a convoluted plan, to be fair. Sending R2 mm. with the, with the uh, lightsaber, then Chewbacca and Leia come in and blah, blah, blah. But it's pretty cool. Slave Leia. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> when he finally, R2 finally ejects out the fucking lightsaber and Luke kicks off on the barge, that's fucking... Yeah, you missed out the bit where he has to fight the Rancor. Oh, the Rancor, yeah. yeah. You know, that's a classic. Stop motion monster. Love it. And the guy, the the handler, crying afterwards because yeah. his Rancor is dead. Little touch, nice little touch. Yeah. Um, yeah, the opening is awesome, and it's pretty cool. You know, the fact that you get to see Luke. I know I'm skipping ahead, but forget all the Ewoks and that. I can handle that because it's balanced with Luke confronting Vader and the Emperor. Yeah, that. This is why this film so fucked up for me, because mm. you got this such a kiddie friendly fucking Ewok thing yeah. going on, and then the fight between Vader, Vader and Luke mm. is like fucking dark. It's, it's really well fighting. done. You, you, a lot of because it's filmed very in a very dark, and you can just, yeah. just see the sabers going from a distance. Yeah, That's where awesome. Lucas does his best stuff. I think is when he zooms out from them, mm. them the saber fights, and just it's dark like the um, Revenge of the Sith one. Mm. Whether he zooms right out, or you can see the two blue lightsabers just going at it as if I was on the bridge. Yeah. And this is the same. It's fucking brilliant. It's a great fight scene. It's one of the best in. The, in fact, it probably is the best in the original trilogy quite easily. I just like the fact that it's little touches like when Luke's talking to Vader before they get to the Emperor. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah I, he's I know like, it's good. In I you. sense it in you, yeah, and stuff. And he's acting all confident because he feels powerful in the Force and stuff. Oh. The cockiness was you shouldn't yeah, have a Jedi. No, not really. But remember, he's young, he's learning. Yeah. But at this point, I remember being confused as well about two things. He's all in black, which to me says dark. Sith, yeah. 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 Even when I was a kid and I didn't know what a Sith was, and I was just well, watching know, Star Wars, yeah. like, he's dark. His lightsaber's green. Do you know where that comes from? The black being evil and the white being good? Uh, is it black just... and white cowboy films? Oh, yeah, yeah the white hat and yeah, the black hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just basic psychology. Yeah, as well, that's right. Yeah. Dark, yeah. But, uh, well, then again, I mean, Anakin wore black when he yeah. was a Jedi, and there was nothing against them wearing black. From what I remember reading, no, it's it. just sort of it, it was just like it was just an unusual mm, choice. It confused me. I wear. thought it was cool as a kid, but I remember thinking, does that mean he's he's very, I don't know. And obviously, the Emperor's trying to turn him, and he does get angry, yeah. doesn't he? But then what I love is he fucking centers himself basically, and he's like, no, I'm not going to fight. And he almost gets fucking murdered. Absolutely, but yeah. the point is, him nearly getting murdered fucking awakens the last remnant of fatherly feeling or love or humanity yeah. within Vader, Anakin. Well, look at Vader, though. I mean, he's fucked up. I mean, mm. he spent, like, 19 years thinking yeah. that he killed his pregnant wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of a sudden... He's got a fucking fully grown son who's a Jedi. Yeah, powerful. He's, he's going to be fucking well messed and up. Obi-Wan, the cunt who turned on him anyway, has been fucking with the boy and telling him, teaching him stuff. Yeah. Them fucking mm -hmm. Jedis. But there he is, like you said, fully grown, and it's like, fuck, 
But he saves it, man. It's pretty cool when he throws the fucking emperor yeah. down. Yeah. And I love the fucking sort of force explosion. Yeah, that was cool. That shows you how powerful the yeah. fucker was. I mean, obviously that Death Star, Death Star that blew up courtesy of uh, General Calrissian who gets a mm. sort of promotion in the ranks of the rebellion. But oh, yeah. why does he get to be general all of a sudden? That's what I want to know. He's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, he is cool as fuck. <laughs> well, he's wearing hands clothes. That's strange, isn't it? Is it like left in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon? So, So Uh, you think Hammond replaced his cape closet from Solo (laughs) as a joke with just vests and white t-shirts? Practical joke. (laughs) Where's my capes, man? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Just talk of um, what's his name, Billy. Yeah, he's in the next one, part nine. He's, he's, but he's 80-something. Yeah, there's rumours he's... Yeah, he's back. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Yeah, Williams, that's what it. happened is I got all excited when I read that, the headline. Because I got thinking after watching Solo, ooh, you know, Han's been killed off, but in storyline, Lando could hear about this and come back for some fucking revenge and to finally get the Millennium Falcon back and go out in a blaze of glory. The revenge of Lando Calrissian. Yeah, but yeah. then, so I thought, well, oh, Google it a bit more. What does Billy D. Williams look like these days? And it led to this video, and I was like, oh, Lord, of him allegedly getting in shape. for the, I didn't realise he was in his 80s. Wow. Right? He's in yeah. his 80s, and it's like him punching a punch bag with massive boxing gloves on really slowly, like you'd expect an 80-year-old man, <laughs> oh, man to hit a thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he just started. <laughs> but he looks old as shit. And I was just like, oh man, we're not going to see him like running around blasting anybody, I don't think. We might see him sat in a spaceship. I think that's really going to be the extent of it. Mm. He might say a few one-liners. He might yeah, be got a, a bad feeling about this. He might just rock up as general and just stand there with his rebellion yeah. thing, you know. But he, well, the thing is, they reached out to other... Well, we'll get to it anyway. The, yeah, he's yeah. going to be probably one of them factions that didn't come and help mm. them later on. But he redeems himself, doesn't he? He does redeem himself, even though yeah. I think he part of him wants the Falcon back. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but he's probably going to come back for it in episode nine. Isn't he? But, well, yeah, like you said, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I love it. I get why people get pissed off with the Ewoki bit. Yeah. Like, a legion... Mm-hmm. Of his finest stormtroopers. Storm now I'm going on a legion being anywhere from five to ten thousand stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and they get, and this is a force that's held the galaxy these together. Fires of veterans in, in, of war in an iron grip, mm-hmm. and these are the best mm-hmm. of the fucking best. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's ten thousand of them. Yeah. On terrain they should know. Yeah. And they're being beaten by teddy bears with sticks and stones mm-hmm. and some logs. Lots of teddy bears though. Doesn't matter. Teddy bears who are used to living in the forest, it's their forest. They've got, they've got I mean, they, did, they did have a bit of a guerrilla warfare going against stormtroopers. Right, well in that yeah. point, as a stormtrooper commander, what you should do right, mm. is pull your men back out of the woods, mm. form some kind of firing line and blaze the fuck away indiscriminately in the general direction. Yeah, but they would disappear. Cutting or, down the woods. Or you dispatch a side squadron. Yeah, to capture, flank them round. No, to go and capture their families. Bring <laughs> them up into camps and start murdering them and saying, if you don't give up, we're going to kill your family. Yeah, that's what we did in the ball. Yeah, but their war. family were all there fighting. Not, not, the, not the grandfathers and the kids and all that. Oh, yeah, they were there hiding up in the trees. Well, you grab them. You Look, grab at the them, end of the day, them. you can argue all you want. The result speaks for itself. The Ewoks. Ewoks won, Stormtroopers nil. Yeah. yeah. You cannot argue. So there is, 
it'd be better for you to explain or, or argue with yourself how the Ewoks were able to do it. And I, I think mm. it's because they were feral little fuckers who we know at people. Alright, oh yeah, you just were, pull all your men back into the bunker and then fucking drop an orbital strike next to you. Yeah, but you also had Han Solo and Princess Leia helping you. She's very force strong we, without realising, we think, we suspect, so no one around her gets hit with lasers very often. You've got R2D2. He's pretty cool. He's force strong, obviously, you know his either. <laughs> He's Luke's droid. But, <laughs> you know, I can forgive it because it's daft, it's silly. Again, it was to sell teddy bears. Staff and look after herself. 
I liked it. I see I why. I didn't like that Mars character when they went to visit yeah, 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 no, no, I didn't like that. I've heard people say they thought Hans Harrison Ford's performance was shit, but I, yeah, think I don't think he was didn't, great. No. Didn't like. Didn't like the fact that he was running about in space, collecting giant space octopuses with look. He was traumatised, his son. He was traumatised, but... Left for the dark side. He was 70 years old, he's seen all his... Chew is his fucking carer. He's got Wookiee on his side, he's Han Solo. Chew is his fucking carer at this point. Yeah, he's still he's ripping like, people off because he, he won't... Yeah, it, the rest of his crew have died, haven't they? Yeah, he says, where's the rest of the crew? They're dead. Yeah, well, you know. Take other fucking space octopuses. It's better than sitting at home moping with your divorced fucking general wife and your fucking mass murderer fascist son. I didn't like the fact the Falcon was just kind of left abandoned on some shitty oh, world. That shot's awesome though, it's just yeah, like, how about that humper junk and then it turns That's and it, like, you get the fanfare. Yeah. But why is it though? Is it well, the most famous shit right, in the galaxy? Alright then, you had a famous four cop Cortina in the 80s. Yeah. Well, the most Where famous is it now? In somebody's fucking well, uh, barn. No, it's yeah. the most famous... Go to Rust. Probably. Well, the most no one has a four Cortina now, you know what I mean? The Falcon's the most famous ship in the galaxy. We don't know that though. It's been at the destruction of two Death Stars. Yeah, we we made the castle run in less than 12 parsecs if you round down. Mm. It, <laughs> you know, it's, we don't it know that people it, talk yeah, but, about that though. Yeah, but the society is not a free society. It's no, right. by I know, but even in Force Awakens, they do, not in Force Awakens, the, the, but um, Last Jedi, they do, it's one of the cases, wow, they do hate that ship. Uh, um, they fucking know it, and I can't believe for a fact they wouldn't if they knew it was there. Yeah, it's on Jackie and no one goes there. Yeah, it's, I don't know. it's like the Red Baron at this stage, isn't it? You know, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's famous. But anyway, I like the movie. I understand why people didn't, but to me, I got swept up in the magic because it was Christmas time. It was Star Wars. It was with my family, and I loved the music. I loved Ray's theme. Like do 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 do. I loved it. But I see why people didn't. Mm. Yes, I was a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. When I think when it gets to the bit where you realise they are literally gonna blow up under the Death Star, I was a bit like, oh, yeah. Oh, are we really gonna just copy each episode? Like, it's the next one we're gonna find out somebody is somebody's dad and somebody gets their arm cut. I was like, are we really just is it just a remake? Yeah, that's what I thought. But I enjoyed it all. I enjoyed it. And I then I didn't like Kylo Ren. I thought he was a weak character. Far too emo. I liked him. But then I liked that Snoke, you just snow was it Snoke or Snoke? Snoke looked looked awesome in that one. Yeah. You didn't even think he's fucking he's fucking twenty feet tall, this guy. I'll admit I'll admit first time I watched it I was disappointed that Luke didn't turn up to the last scene because all movie I was waiting for him and he popped up in the last scene. But then the second time I watched it, it wasn't a disappointment because I knew he yeah. wasn't. And I then mind, I, didn't mind that I loved waiting to but it's just obviously gonna pick up with Ray and Luke on a but then we'll get to that when we get to Last Jedi is that's what they think may have caused the bad reaction to Last Jedi is because people spent two years going, ooh, what's going to happen with Rey and Luke? He's going to say, I am your father and, and speculating and people publishing clickbait as fact like, um, you yeah. know, is Rey a Kenobi? Yeah, you know, and yeah. everyone clicks on it and get hyped up for two years and then Last Jedi came along and went, no, she's none of those fucking things. It doesn't matter, so shut oh, up. Yeah, no, do we? Well, we still don't know. As far as we know. As far as we know, but... It's true. I don't know what Conor Ren tells It could be a lie. Could we yeah. put a pin in it before we move yeah. on to yeah. that? Sorry. We got a little bit more Force Awakens. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, Force Awakens, just didn't... I used to know it was lazy. I thought it was a rehash. I thought they spent a lot of time building up Snoke. 
and that didn't come to anything as we'll see in the next one. Um, I enjoyed the lightsaber battle at the end, but I always enjoyed the, light, um, the lightsaber battles at the end of Star Wars. because yeah, the lightsabers <laughs> are <coughs> fucking Sorry, the coolest thing good. ever invented. Yeah. Like ever. You know, they're always good. There's, there's one thing I can never say about these films is they have mm. shit jewels in them. They're no. always spot on. I, um, I thought Ray was a bit of a, a Mary Sue when I first watched it. Uh, the I, I, can, I can do anything, but... but if she, if she is that powerful with the force, then alright. Maybe she she didn't exactly sort of kick Colin's ass, she kind of fought him off essentially. And he was massively wounded from Chewbacca's crossbow, cross, what we call it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like so to look cooler, isn't it? Yeah. I like to say it's like definitely, yeah. Big upside down cross. Mm-hmm. Satanism, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Illuminati, they do control. Yep. the production of these movies that's why it's such an SJW wet dream uh, in order to um, socially engineer society right we're hand eyeing then that's, <laughs> that's what Alex Jones told me <laughs> no uh, I loved it uh, I totally understand everybody's criticisms, criticisms of it um, I can just speak honestly for me I think I got swept up in the magic I enjoyed seeing Han and Chewie back Chewie went home I thought Harrison Ford was okay. Shocked as fuck when he died. I'll never forget that moment. Finally didn't see that wish. coming. I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't see that coming. No, I think they had to. I like it. I think maybe mm. Harrison was right with Return of the Jedi. He shouldn't have been in it. Mm. I think that yeah, now he's got kind of his wish now, and he's like they needed a big death. Mm. It's, and it shows you it's good. Good. It showed. I mean, he committed patricide. It's a pretty evil. Any murder is bad. Did he though? That's the. Oh, I love this theory, and I think there's evidence to it. Uh, which is, did Han turn on the lightsaber? Well, you just say thank couldn't do it. Just say thank you to him. Yes, he says to him, being torn apart, something I must do, but I don't think I can do it. Will you help me? Yeah. Yes, anything, Han mm-hmm. says. And uh, Han knows, we did touch on this last week, but Han knows um, if Ben doesn't kill Han, the Snoke will just, Snoke, I keep saying that wrong, will kill him anyway. So he'll sacrifice himself to save Ben's life because he thinks there may still be good in Ben. Yeah, ben, ben could be saved. There's going to be very little redemption from that. Yeah, you see, then yeah. he's a murderer. So to save him from committing patricide, Han is like, figures all that out very quickly. Or maybe he's known it for a long time and this moment was always going to come. So he's dealt with Darths and mm-hmm. Siths and Jedis for a long time. He knows the score. Yeah. But I think there's a bit of weight to that theory. And uh, I'd like to think that, because that's more of a hero's end, in a way. Mm-hmm. But it also, I'm conflicted. I don't know if in part nine I want to see Ben be turned to the light side, because, I don't know, maybe he did kill his dad. But if he didn't, then maybe he still can be redeemed. Yeah. What if it's revealed in part nine? What if he actually says, look, I didn't fucking... Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. press it. Han pressed it. He's sacrificed himself to save me so there is good in me and maybe he ends up taking down the first order with Ray. maybe she's fucking du- like I'm jumping ahead but Luke says you know when she has the the meditation on the island and she goes down the big black hole and he's like you went straight for the dark side yeah. you didn't even try and stop yourself yeah. like, and she's just like eh blah say about it like mm-hmm. I want to look maybe she's the fucking yeah emperor's daughter I don't know um, but I'm getting way ahead of myself how did you feel? Bits I do like though, sorry. Positives. It's sad. 
But Chewbacca's reaction to Han. Mm. Oh yeah. The guttural roar, then just laying down the fucking smack down into a few stormtroopers, starts laying bombs, blasting off. Yeah. I think how Chewy feels. He's really oh. grown up with little Ben there. Yeah. He's been Uncle Chewy, hasn't he? There's an amazing. He's doing his arms yeah, as a baby. Yeah. All of us, he's watching him kill his best mate. There's a fucking <coughs> amazing comic book page. It's just one page and it's drawn in the Calvin and Hobbes style. And oh, it literally shows exactly what you've just described young Ray as a tod- uh, Ben as a toddler, playing with Chewbacca, you know, Uncle Chewy. Yeah. Isn't it? All these years and you see him growing up, teenage. Kylo, you know, playing with Ben, uh, Chewie, and then it cuts straight to that scene after he's just killed Han, and you see from Chewie's point of view, the crosshairs pointed at his head, Yeah. then he flashes back to the toddler, and then pulls it down to his body, yeah. and then fires, I mean, that's implied, it's not mm-hmm. in the script, we don't know, maybe he just missed because it was a long range, but... It's got to be true if you think about it logically. He must have known mm-hmm. yeah. Kylo growing up. Yeah. It's his best mate's kid. Uh, yeah, it's, it, there is some good stuff there. I see why you're not into it, but it was successful. And it oh, got yeah. a lot of new people, <coughs> a new generation. Uh, and there was an argument I read in one of the articles in my research for this from Forbes about part of the problem with the reaction to these new films is an older generation of fandom having to accept that these films don't belong to them anymore, that they're actually being aimed at an entirely new... You know, you're in your 50s, mate. We're aiming at guys in their 20s to yeah, yeah. to 30s, you know. Um, there's an element of that. But yeah, it is late. I couldn't believe they blew up another Death Star. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I couldn't believe and that. And the, the Rebel fleet, which was literally 20 X-Wings, was, yeah. was not... I was expecting, like, Return of the Jedi style... Devil Fleet, you yeah. know. Did you enjoy the sort of fact that it looked quite Nazi-ish with the, you know, I liked it, that when oh, the first, the first Order's order, that big speech and it looked a bit, yeah. you know, space Nuremberg, like, I liked that, not because I like Nazis or fascists, just I thought it was cool to mm. see the First Order, because they're not the Empire, are they? No, no, they've moved, what are they? moved beyond that. A sort of offshoot. Yeah, yeah the strong really cult sort of thing, aren't they? So it's when, it, when the Empire, the Empire would have split, wouldn't it? You'd have various mm. leaders trying to take over, but otherwise they're the first, mm. first amongst many, I suppose, really, aren't they? Uh... Right. I liked it, though. BB-8, what were your thoughts on BB-8? I like BB-8, I think it's BB-8. It's yeah. okay. I liked it, new generation of droid. I wasn't annoyed they were trying to take the fandom away from me, though. Mm. I, I was really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm yeah. really psyched for it. I'm not saying that's and why was, you didn't no, like it. Yeah. But I just felt crushed when I came out of the cinema. Oh, mate. I'm sorry I was just like, I've just fucking watched episode four again. Oh, mate. That was it. That was it for me. It was, it was fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. And I feelings just, weren't quite that strong, but I was, I was I had gutted. Mixed feelings about it. I was gutted. I, I, was, I, I don't think I've cut the cinema so disappointed for a long oh, time. Mate. I'll be honest Since as well. Since World War Z, probably, yeah. I'll be honest, I am and was, still am, instantly a bit in love with Daisy Ridley. I have to be fair, that mm. might have something to do with my. I just love her. I love her. I love she's, her. She's not bad, but. I love she's her. No layer. I love her. She's. <laughs> oh, I guess. <laughs> I love her. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Stop <Stop-out. laughs> I like her. Um, and she's alright. The theme tune. I thought she was a bit wooden in the first one. Mm. 
Darren. She made me a bit wooden. No, no, sorry, that was ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I think she was kind of, she was fantastic. <laughs> I thought Finn was a star of the first yeah, one. Yeah, I like Finn, yeah. I like his character too. I like that take on it as well, the Stormtrooper, that's like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> We've not seen anything like that in the you know, Star Wars film before. I like that element. Yeah. I fucking love little touches like Kylo stuffing the, the laser bolt in midair and it sort of <laughs> like fluctuating. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I get what you mean. He's a whiny teenager, but again, I think he was supposed to be tantrumy mm. pussy, like. And um, wanna be Vader? Yeah, that's all he is. Wanna be Vader is his granddad, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So must be like his granddaddy, who he never met. I don't know, man. I don't. If I was Luke, I don't think I'd take on Vader's grandson as a fucking. Well, that's the arrogance of the Jedi, though, isn't it? We'll yeah. get to that. Thinking that um, ah, it doesn't matter. Han says it himself. There's too much Vader in him. Yeah. Leia's trying to convince him, go after him. She says, Luke's a Jedi. Because Han says, look, if Luke couldn't fucking help him, what am I supposed to do? She's like, Luke's a Jedi. You're his dad, mate. Mm. You know what I mean? Come on. And he's like, ah, oh, there's too much Vader in him. Yeah. You know, he's got that, mm. he's got the dark side, man. It's in his flows. You know, like, you know, some diseases skip a generation. Yeah, yeah. Your granddad had it, your dad didn't. But you get it. Maybe that's why Luke's alright. Because Luke stayed on the path of the light, as we'll see. Um, not in the old canon. Mm, I don't know, I never read any of it. Oh, he did turn, but he came did back. Did he go? Yeah. Oh, I know, not in my reality. Well, none of that shit exists now, anyway. Yeah, yeah let's That's move good. on. The Last, Last Jedi, Jedi, the controversial Last Jedi, which I personally think is the best made Star Wars film as a movie of all, ta- of, all of them. In terms of filmmaking, shots, the way it looks, the direction, the storytelling, I think it's the best made one. It had me for a long time in it, I must admit. Um, the casino bit ruined it. We discussed that last week. It just mm. taken away from because I was like, this is a fucking Bond movie now. Well, what? <laughs> I quite like that bit. Um, um, I, I, enjoyed, sort of, I yeah. enjoyed the horse cows. They were fantastic. Mm. Mm. Didn't want any of them to die. I like the ice critters as well. Yeah, they the little well. girl in me like them. Couldn't stand the little penguin puffin thing. Oh, I love a pug. Well, they were fine. I had no issue with them. They were, oh, they're cute. Some funny scenes with Chewie, yeah? You know Chewie ate it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd already had a bite before it made him guilty. Yeah, he ate it anyway. He was smuggling, he ate whatever. Mm. You know, the thing is, he's got to really eat it now because if he doesn't eat it, then it's just a waste of a death, at least, yeah. if you eat him. He's died for some Well, there were other animals there that would eat it. What did you think of Luke, <laughs> of Luke fishing and uh, sucking the milk, the blue milk, right from the teeth? That was a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I like the fact he sucks it. He yeah. looks back and like, yeah, what? Yeah. It's fucking great. He's trying to gross her out of like, yeah. you don't want this life. Mm. Fuck off away from me. And we I all like know the isolation bit of himself. Yeah, we know from episode four, yeah. Luke likes blue milk. Mm-hmm. He does. So he just got it direct from the source. Yeah, and he hadn't had blue milk for years. When exactly. Was a bit when he saw them teats, and he was like, oh, oh blue bingo. milk. <laughs> the trouble is, he's lucky for him dying from some kind of infection. Well, he said he was there to die. Yeah, yeah and with him the Jedi Order goes yeah. with him. So yeah. not can't be nice if he goes. I'm sure he made a forced condom with his mouth yeah. inside <laughs> to stop bacteria to strain a force, a force sieve, filter, a sieve. Yeah, a filter sieve yeah. made out of the force in his mouth to sieve out the bacteria. Yeah, because he can do that. Yeah, yeah, it's like just like it's all pus and everything in it. I don't know, I've never sucked an alien's milk no, teeth. for cow as well. You know, I've never sucked like... a cow's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they pasture. Yeah, but you, you, you don't know that. Blood and um, mucus and... 
mean, well, you don't know that those things don't produce more mucus than alien species. All right, can we talk about Star Wars again? Fucking Don't suck from the teeth. There you go. That's the advice of Mike this week. Don't suck from the teeth. Unless it's your mother's teeth. Not unless you're six months old. Yeah, we've got many babies to this show, Mike. Yeah, I don't know if there's any six month olds. If you're any age over fucking three, and A, stop listening to us, and B, for the love of God, stop sucking your mother's teeth. Pity! Pity! Oh, don't. That was creepy as shit. Star Wars. So I don't get the I don't get why everyone thought this was such a liberal agenda for me. I didn't give a shit that this there's the, women in power, Ben. I didn't give a shit. It was a, well, no, look, she's a normal. She looks the part. She's an actor. She's got purple hair. She's got cloaks. Looks admirable to me. You know my theory is why it didn't affect people like I you. Thought she could, I thought she could have done a bit more when the, the barges were getting shot she at. She did an awesome move though. Yeah, but she could have like maybe turned the ship around, taken a few of the hits. Not as cool as. Well. You know, shielded the people escaping rather than just. I've got an issue there. with the ship turning around like that. I mean, there's a lot. You know, it's going high speed in one direction. Yeah. I think that thing was barely. We've established that, earlier the rules of real science oh, do no. not fucking apply. Yeah, you got a point going. Do you know what I mean? Well, I. My theory is the reason it doesn't bother people like us or the women in power in the movie and stuff like that is because we're normal, right? And we're used to women being in because at school they were. Uh, females in positions of power at school you know every job you've ever had there's been a female manager yeah. somewhere along the chain lots of them it's normal for us but for some of these weird twisted people I don't know what their world view is but they see this film and all they see is like fucking women in why is that should be a man they're telling us we're weak and we're going what the fuck yeah, they're no, probably, you're reading this so weird they're like loggers and shit aren't they and people that work on over yeah, well, what are they doing watching Star Wars they need to fuck off but the thing is, they're reading it wrong. They're, this is I've read a few articles on this. The basic complaint seems to be they're reading it as the fact that Poe has a stupid plan and gets like basically his nuts cut off and she doesn't tell him her plan and she takes yeah. charge and distrusts him and, uh, well, that's and he operate. gets lots of people killed. And that's she just goes operational up. security, though. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's... they're reading that as the sim the symbolism being the the messaging being men are useless and brash. And you need the woman's calm head to come in and really lead. Well, and it's the social agenda, social engineering. Well, then you would say that our society is very much patriarchal, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. And what a fucking the fucking world patriarchy. Where does it, you know, there's nothing. Twenty years of being inhabitable. <laughs> this is what men have done to the fucking planet. So I've got no issue of women taking over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Well, they can't do a fucking worse job, can they? Unless it's Thatcher. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it does depend on their beliefs. But not on my watch, fucking split asses. I think generally, I'm <laughs> joking. That was an absolute joke, listeners. I love women. I live with three of them. Well, females. Sorry. Continue. You could have been like cool if it was three three women. <laughs> oh yeah. Living it up. But no, I do agree that the the the, the cine, cinematography in this film was great. Um, yeah, the the end, awesome. the end, sort of little dogfight bit. Like salt flats. The salt flats. Yeah. Red, I love that. That idea. was awesome. You know, everything they do, you could see where they'd been, they were dragging mm. up the salt, those red trails, they had to scatter, and it zoomed out to above. And I was, I literally sat back in the chair and went, Wow, that's mm. that's really well done. To be honest, the opening space battle is absolutely yeah. stunning, man, with those yeah. bombers. It looks mm. ace and pose, those, those, X wing moves. Those bombers are just massive, they're death useless. Traps. Yeah, yeah they are useless. Died. What a stupid, yeah, idea, bad one. design. Shows yeah. you how little money the rebel. How little yeah. resources they've got. They're, they're probably the shittest, cheapest weapon bombers. They can build. They can probably find or build. Yeah, absolutely fucked, useless. But you know, they blew up one big ship. Poe thought he was a big, 
you know, that's kind of the message, isn't it? That um, he was willing to go in gung ho, but he should have mm-hmm. been looking at the bigger picture, I guess. You know, and well, well, his plan failed, didn't it? Yeah. His plan failed. Yeah, he's like a, a jock fighter pilot, isn't he? That's his character. He's yeah. the best fighter pilot, so therefore he's a brash, arrogant idiot. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's why it didn't offend yeah. me. He had a character of the best leaders, though. I mean, they might yeah, be well, look, sorry, taking orders. But by the end of the film, what does Poe do? He says, no, uh, we've got to run and fight another day. Mm. He's learned. He's learned. And Leia even says, well, don't listen to me, follow him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. And there is quite a bit of failure in this film. Finn mm-hmm. and uh, Rose, they fail on their little mission. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when they go off to the casino planet, they get fucking captured and BB-8 ends up saving their ass. They get the wrong guy, don't they? they yeah. The right well, he sells them out, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Benico del Toro with his stutter. Yeah. Um, but how cool is it when BB-8 takes control of the attack uh-huh. thing? Like that's, oh, he gets that's his easy. own badass little action scene. I fucking yeah. love that man. Love that scene. What did you think of the Benico del Toro? I liked scene? his character. I thought he portrayed him. It was fun. Wasn't the right guy though, was it? Was mm. was it the right guy or yeah, not? Yeah, he, he was, but he sold them out, didn't he? Yeah. He wasn't the right guy, was he? Yeah, he was. The he wasn't the guy with the lapel. They didn't get to him because oh. they got they got arrested just as. They saw him and they went to go and get him. Yeah, then they get and they, captured. And this guy was in the cells with him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the cells with him, but I'm he sure. He was another guy, I think. Oh, okay. I assumed. I would have seen that the go look for the guy in the red and he'll nod yeah, she to did the tell him. chap. Oh. Who knows? Either way, he's yeah. pretty cool. He does sell about. They get out of it in the end. I love it and I love. Let's talk about Luke, because a lot of people were disappointed with Luke. I personally wasn't. I thought his journey was ace. It took me a couple of watches to understand um, really. I did get the reluctant trainer. I got mm. that because I think we should probably talk a little bit about how he, he did effectively turn Carlo to the dark side. Yeah. Through a lack of his own understanding mm. of being a teacher. Or maybe Which is mm. you know, which is interesting. He he failed he, that's why he's so guilty, isn't he? He yeah. thinks he failed as a teacher. But yeah, he also he feels shame. Though, he? He's also feeling shame that he considered for a moment killing a child, basically. Yeah. Yoda tells him, doesn't he, that yeah. failure is our best teacher. Yeah. 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 He goes. And the Jedi should be used to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the page turners. They were not. <laughs> the books. But, but the that, books didn't get burnt. He burnt the tree in the temple. But as we know, Ray snuck the books away. Ah. And Luke says, "I love his line." when he's confronting Kylo, where his force ghost is, and uh, he's like, amazing, everything you just said was wrong. Yeah. It's something like, the, the alliance will continue, something, something, and he's like, and uh, I will not be the last Jedi. And cut to Rey, lifting up the rocks. She's gonna, she's got the books. Yep. She might be taught by force ghost, you know, and then teach people herself. She's the light. Yeah. Well, and, and Luke resets his own mythology because he used to be the myth, the mythical Luke who blew up the, um, took on the Empire and blew up the Death Star. Yeah, cool. Well, that's all gone to the wayside. It's however many, 30 years later, this first order have taken over again. People have forgot, but now he's written new mythology. He faced down the entire first order with a quote laser sword. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's inspired. We saw at the end the kids playing. Yeah. It's inspired the next generation. I like his arc. I like what he does in the movie. I think his force projection was badass. Yeah, that was cool. I love the way he flicks the dirt off his shoulder. I think it's a great man. I love that Ray. That's the coolest you'll ever see Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I love that Ray, when she's in the cave thing, sees herself, not her parents. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because it's, again, all kind of banging us over the head with it, but because everyone for two years has been obsessing over who her parents are, the message of the movie quite obviously is, like, it doesn't matter, and, it, and it's telling uh, her it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, maybe her parents... She hasn't got any parents. Yeah, maybe, maybe she, she was born by the force. Yeah. yeah, maybe she's the next chosen one. Luke says, "I've only seen raw power like this one yeah. before, and that was Ben Kylo, mm. Ben Solo, or himself." Well, yeah, he was a powerful one. You are, well, you truly are powerful, as the Emperor has foreseen. Yeah, mm. but he is obviously he's Anakin's mm. first, you know. Yeah, but that's, that's and Anakin um, is a is the virgin birth isn't he yeah he was yeah. yeah and then his next first born must be very powerful you know, that's why this skywalker bloodline doesn't mm. matter but whether there is any more did leia have any other children well i always assume that uh ray and kylo were the only brother and sister me too fairness, I, do you think that's going to be too obvious if that's revealed to be the truth because i mean the, the old canon had it as, a, as having twins mm. but when, and when the first, I assume they're going to stick to that, but it just seem odd that they've mm. featured these two so heavily together and for them not to have that. But would it be too corny now if they were revealed as brother and sister? Yeah. Of course it wouldn't be too much yeah, of a throwback. A bit too obvious, it won't, maybe. it won't be done now. But also there's a weird moment in The Force Awakens that was never followed up on where they're flying to the castle and she says, I've never seen something like, I've never seen such lush green land. And like Han gives her this look like, mm. are you fucking stupid? Like, is it so course you have as if he knows something she doesn't like that she mm. was born somewhere like that mm. or grew up. he definitely looks at her a bit like what are you on about so i don't know whether that was a hint at her being of him knowing where what her origins were or him just being seen off <laughs> <laughs> how dare you <laughs> that's my favorite space smuggler he wasn't senile he sacrificed himself because he was going senile wow. Well, well, better this way than in the nursing yeah. home. Oh, you just jealous. Can't have Han Solo in a nursing home, can you? That'd be funny, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> kind of would. Just well, him like sexually <laughs> harassing young nurses. Yeah, yeah. in a wheelchair. Shit yeah. on the bloody <laughs> With a hyperdrive. Like, <laughs> running in a hyperspace, chewy. <laughs> Sat next to a fur coat. Chewy! What is the free? He's done this, a chewy's just fucked off. <laughs> Comes to visit him once a week. Uh, well, yeah. No, so. I, didn't, I, I did enjoy it. I, I don't understand what the criticism was about it. I had a guy at work telling me it was shit and they've ruined Star Wars. Uh, and I was like, I said to him, you know, did you watch it? I was like, yeah, I, said, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was a perfectly fine film. It's good. Mm. It didn't bother me there was a woman in charge. Yeah, they don't like that though. It's pathetic. And I got the feeling that was his gripe. You know, the, the liberal agenda. doesn't even want to give these people credit. Like, it just didn't. Too many fucking women, didn't it? You know, she went. She. Black like stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> fucking women telling me what to fucking do in space. <laughs> you want a space force? Fuck them. <laughs> but no, she went. To, she was like. She was built up. Her character was built up as this sort of war hero. She's done her time with a rebellion. Why can't she be a fucking admiral? Mm. Exactly. And this, we just we touched on this last week. They're even in the original trilogy, women in positions of power. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, Stop yeah. criticizing. Final thoughts on the last Jedi, and then should we do final Luke? The ending oh. of Luke, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I I must have fucking looked at my phone or went for a piss or something when this happened because I was like. When I come back and she's like, oh, I felt Luke go, and I was like, what, did Luke die? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, he was 
Sal the Rocket. You were the Rock a minute ago. I had to fucking rewind you. Oh yeah, he vanished. Too. Yeah. <laughs> when you watch it a second time, you see hints at it when he. When, I, I said this last week, sorry, but when he catches um, Ray and Kylo doing space for Skype, he's like, "You're not doing this. The effort mm. would kill you." So like the effort of him projecting and doing all what he did. It's cool though, man. He gets yeah. a little moment with everyone. Nods at C-3PO. He gets his moment with Leia. Yeah. Out he goes. Yeah. Relights, reignites his legend. And I don't know, it's going to be interesting what the gap is. Because episode 8 picked up immediately after episode 7. Mm. Is there going to be a long gap between episodes? Are we going to pick up when, like, you know, those little kids seen at the end are, you know, sort of a bit older? Is Ray going to have set? It's interesting. Where are we going to pick up? Because what use is it going to be? Because there's hardly, there's about ten of them left, isn't there? Oh my there, god, imagine if like Jedi Force ghosts start appearing to every mm. kid that's like an even Force of Tuners not meant to. That'd be creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. The ghost at night teaches me Jedi things, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then when your daddy tries to get you to do things, you force choke him to the floor. <laughs> Where did you learn this? The man that comes at night, Daddy. Yeah, cold breezes, man. He's a kid. <laughs> you don't want like this. <laughs> Uh, you can see why Pino, Pino Jedi is a force choking me kid. <laughs> why is he simply a Pino? He's just teaching him how to use the force. No, that's, what the, that's what the dad will think. Oh, right, yeah, probably. He's got bruises and stuff all over him. Some man you. comes at night. <laughs> He's teaching me the ways of the force, father. He's going to force choke me chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Seth deals in underage boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got dark very quickly. Well, if you tuned in for the first time because this is about Star Wars, we hope you come back someday. <laughs> oh. Aye, aye, aye. It was all very sexual tonight. I don't know. We really did. Bastardised the style, the, the beautiful legend of Star Wars. No, I did enjoy this. One. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. in a way, beautifully filmed. Anyway, mm-hmm. very, very visually yeah. sumptuous. That's what a Star Wars film should be. Are you ranking in our top three then, or something? Oh, my top, oh, my top three. It's probably the original trilogy. Or, oh no, is it? It's probably Empire Jedi, Last Jedi. Return then last Jedi. Yeah, that's my top three. I'm gonna go Empire, New Hope. Mm. I'm probably Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. I'm actually quite close to you, Mike. I'm um, actually I'm the same as you. I'm, I'm, I'm Empire, Revenge of the Sith, and New Hope. Mm. I do like Revenge of the Sith a lot. I've, I've the prequels. That's the one I have watched the most. Yeah. Cause sometimes I watch it and literally skip. Directly to uh, the duel of the fates. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've done that many times when I've got in quite drunk and. So I've, I've got. I've, I used to have them all on one disc back oh, in the day when yeah, you had copies. It was like allegedly just just to the end of the every single Star Wars right yeah. at the end of the fucking. There we go. Lightsaber jewel. Sit back. Yeah. Eat some food. Dun, 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 dun. But you know, one of my favourite jewels though of all time is still epi- is Phantom Menace. Weirdly, I love the Dark Maul and yeah. lightsaber jewel. That's that awesome. brilliantly done. Yeah, me too. I do like that. 
Um, uh, Take a break, do you mind? No, no we don't. I'll take a couple of articles and then... Yeah, should we read one of them lists? Yeah. Yeah, man. Alright, so uh, to finish off, we have the... Uh, some of the best Star Wars characters for an article. So we'll start with the... Uh, Wedge Antilles. He is a uh, rebel pilot. Yeah, good old Wedge Antilles. Great name. Greedo, the bloke who hand shoots in the bar. Yeah. Uh, Never heard of him. What a name. Biggs Darklighter. Cracking moustache. Give him that. Oh, I, I, he's the chap that Luke, Luke meets. Yeah, in the Luke, Luke Skywalker's childhood buddy. A red hot pilot with an absolutely cracking tash. Yeah. yeah. He does. Rose. Yeah. I like her, actually. A lot of people, this is the other controversy reaction where the racial discrimination comes in. Shameful fucking truth. Sorry to bring everyone down. The actress who plays this lady had to leave Twitter because of the abuse she was receiving from people because they didn't like her character being Asian and a woman in wow. a prominent role in The Last Jedi. Sad, sad world we live in. I quite liked her. I liked yeah. what she symbolised because her sister died in the opening. Yeah, yeah she some pretty wise stuff. Cool. Looks you know, after Finn. Work? And I think Finn, although he is, the one concern is Ray. He obviously has something going on with mm-hmm. Rose too, isn't it? Definitely. He's gonna buff them both. Maybe. Filthy space pervert. <laughs> Woo! Space stud. Woo! <laughs> right, sorry. Uh, Poe Dameron, he's the uh, the new guy. He's based in a new hand solo, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Love this guy. I don't mind him though, he's alright. I love him. Really do. Yeah. Uh, Admiral Motti, he's the guy that gets force chunked by Vegan. Yeah. Vegan. Motti. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy Mott. 24 Padme. Like we said, she could have just told that ten-year-old slave boy to get to fuck, go and play space gay electric. Yeah. Don't fucking sniff around me. None of this would have happened. But exactly. hey ho, on we go. Twenty-three, Admiral Ackbar. It's a trap. Yay. It's a trap. <laughs> Fantastic. Is he a fish or a frog? No idea. He's no. a Mon calamari. 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 That's like fried fish. <laughs> no it's squid, isn't it? Well, yeah, and fish, yeah. squid. Prawns, it's sea shit. Oh, is it all of it put together, is it? I think so, that's I what calamari is. Definitely squids in it. Squid, yeah. isn't it? I thought calamari was squid. squid. Baby squids. I've eaten it in Italy only yeah. once. I like uh, squid. I like the taste, but hated the texture. Yeah. yeah. Like chewing rubber to yeah. me. But the taste was fine. There wasn't much taste for me either. Right? Uh, I wasn't that I was like, yeah, well, I did it as a sort of challenge. Yeah. There you go, never want to do it again. What she had to, though, my friend Hannah had to take the heads off mm. the shrimps for me. I couldn't do that. Well, I went to my parents, mm. uh, my ex's um, parents' house for Christmas dinner, mm. and because he was a bit of an eccentric, oh, no. he decided so, to have I hate squid for Christmas dinner. Oh, I hate him. Did you eat it? I did, yeah. That's when I said I remember eating it. It wasn't, like I said, it was tasteless and te- mm. texture of rubber. Yeah. And then he made us Jeez. watch um, ballet after, I think. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, shit. What a shit Christmas day. Opera How old are you at this time? I was in the mid to late 20s. Fuck. <laughs> well, that was traumatic, yeah. wasn't it? Fucking hell, you had to put up with that for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas, the time of squid and ballet. Oh, you poor soul. Mm. Can you smoke some of my parents one year? <laughs> Hmm? Can you just stop derailing? Like, hey, let's go to my parents this Christmas Day. We did only go once, and that's when we had squid, and we never went again on Christmas Day. I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> so, back to the revelation then that 
General Admiral Akbar is kind of good. He actually is food. Yeah. No way. I wouldn't eat him. 22, Jack Porkins. Porkins. I didn't know his first name, Jack. It's no better than his last name, to be honest. Uh, fat X-Wing pilot. Uh, thank you for your service, you fat bastard. We love him, The Grand Muff Tarkin, number 21. Yeah. Peter Cushing. Great. Like it says, yep. top dog on the Death Star. Yeah. Holder of Darth Vader's leash. I like Interesting. that Interesting. Uh, apparently Galen Erso next, the guy who built the Death Star from Rogue One. Well, he was a science... He was responsible for... He didn't build it, did he? He was well, he a science... He didn't build it single-handedly, obviously. But yeah. he, he worked out the science of it, yeah. And he built in the... Uh, the important weakness that Luke was able to take advantage of. Yeah. yeah. So he's a bit of a hero, in a way. Very true. Number 19, Hammerhead. No idea. Some guy from the Moss Eisley Cantina mm-hmm. bar. Oh, yes. no he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Vice Admiral Amalyn Holdo, she's the um, Admiral who takes over in The Last Jedi that everyone hates. Fucking SJW agenda! Number 18, fucking bollocks! That's the voice of the internet. Mm-hmm. No other internet. I don't gotcha. know why. Kyle Ren with his funky saber. Yeah. Darth Maul should have oh, probably been a bit higher up in my opinion. Yeah. And for me. Uh, C3PO always <laughs> hated him. Uh, I want to hate him. Sometimes. He has his place. Yeah. When he's in pieces on Chewbacca's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boba Fett. Fourteen Boba Fett. Looks cool. Everyone loves Boba apparently. Ray. I love you. <laughs> you mentioned that. She's wonderful. Lando. You, Lando. Love Lando and Solo. Flamboyant man in, cape, in a cape. Yeah, man. Recording yeah. his own journal. Yeah. Brought a bit of light to that dark, didn't he? Yeah, probably spunked in his droids' audio input. Long journeys out there doing the Kessel <laughs> Ruggas. Jin Erso, number 11. Yeah, she she's good. cool. I like her a lot. Yeah. Very important in the story now, we know. Yeah. Of her band, Rogue One. Uh, Finn. Yeah, I like Finn. That's a bit... I would have had Darth Maul in front of Finn. I do like Finn, but he doesn't do much in Force Awakens, really, compared to... I mean, Jedi compared to Force Awakens, does he? Mm. He's got his casino bit, that bit, but, yeah. I like him. Luke's number nine! Wow. Kid from Tallowina goes and does a terrorist organisation and blows up millions of people, number nine. Who wrote this fucking list? Timeout.com. Well, R2-D2 is ahead of Luke for some reason. Uh. R2-D2's pretty class though. Yeah. I love R2-D2, he's probably is yeah. one of my favourites. If not my favourite. Palpatine. Palpatine, I don't want Palpatine. He's a good baddie. Dark's going to be number one though, ain't he, surely? Six Yoda. Yoda? I'd have put Yoda a bit higher. Chewie. Chewie. Everyone loves Chewie, number five. You walking carpet. Obi-Wan. Help me, Obi-Wan. Legend. Number three. Player number three. Player. More SJW pandering. Oh, of course. Han. Number two. And in one. Obvious, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And he is the most iconic screen villain of all time. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. His helmet. There was a study done. And mm. they asked people, who would you rather most be on Star Wars? Number one was Vader. Yeah, you know, you're the most powerful. Well, after the Emperor's gone. Mm. His helmet based on samurai designs. Yeah. Uh, kind of iconic. That costume. He's massive. Your deep voice and heavy breathing. Deep scary voice, breathing weird. He doesn't look like a giant dildo, does he? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a fucking space samurai. <laughs> Biggest of vagina that uses Darth Vader as a dildo. 
space whale or whatever. <laughs> space whale. Oh, horny space whale. Yeah. Well, that's an end to Darth Vader that I don't think anyone <laughs> wants to see. This is why your idea of just letting anyone make a Star Wars film is it's, fucking dangerous. It's flawed. And misguided, <laughs> yes. At best. I know Darth Vader is a sex toy for a space whale. <laughs> just picks him up and uses him as a book. Yeah. Ah, no. He's got a very shiny bond. <laughs> just the lighting. Well, someone's polished it for him, haven't they? <laughs> oh, I can't believe That's we have a job to polish Vader's head. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've got some slave who does it, does it for him. Polish my helmet. <laughs> or die. <laughs> my helmet's shiny enough. His force chokes him to death. Does he just use the force to get a cluff to go? And he sits there just yeah. punching his own head. Some linseed oil. <laughs> Order more of this linseed oil. Linseed oil is very hard to find in the galaxy. What are you, Darth? You got anything, mate? Uh, fucking hell. We should mention, we haven't mentioned it yet, the fact that when they actually filmed the first one, David Prowse, who's in the costume, who's from Cornwall, yes, he is, where yeah. it is a part of England, listener, if you're not from England, where they sort of talk a bit like that. Very strange country bumpkin accent. On the set, he delivered the lines of Darth Vader, thinking he was actually going to be featured in the... Uh, final in cut. the final cut of the movie. Can you fucking imagine... <laughs> Do not underestimate the power of the dark side. Their force is strong in this. And, oh, I'm ripping up Bill, Bill Bailey's material, actually. I just remembered he did that. Yeah. But it is fucking funny, though. Yes. Right? The force is strong in this. And, yeah, because they had the, the original filming. It's got his voice. Yeah, oh, I've never seen those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's in the Behind the Scenes. Behind the Scenes, the documentary. Oh, Empire, Empire of Dreams. Mm. You send that to me, I haven't yeah. watched that yet. I should. It is good. It's a bit long, but it's good. Well, yeah, Darth, I suppose he deserves to be number one. Good yeah. Yeah, he's iconic as well. I mean, I said that General Grievous, because he was 53, we, only, mm. we went down to 30, but he was number 41 Grievous. I think that's shocking. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked at Luke being nine. That's mm. my only. I've just swapped in with. Uh, right, so the 15 craziest Star Wars fan theories from Screen Rant. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Screen Rant. Darth Jar Jar, I think we might have done Yeah, this. we did that one last week, Darth yeah. Jar Use the Force Hand number 14. Oh. Want to read it, Ben? Han Solo's a lot of things a smuggler, a scoundrel, a scruffy looking nerf herder, and maybe a Force user. The popular fan theory suggests the pilot of the fastest ship in the galaxy can credit his phenomenal look to the Force itself. But he's very lucky. <laughs> I thought it was them dice you hanging up. Mm. Ah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, take a second look and go all the times Han survived despite ins insurmountable odds. Running away from stormtroopers, the asteroid field, the carbonite freezing, that blind shot of the Sarlacc pit. Wouldn't it make a lot more sense if Han wasn't just lucky all these times who was actually channeling the force? Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I'm down for that one. It'd be pretty cool. Because just, you don't have to be, being force sensitive doesn't mean you're a Jedi and you have to go no. through all that. You could just be Vaguely force sensitive, that's why he's an amazing pilot. Yeah. 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 
I'd go for that. He's got a few more medichlorians and dressings. <laughs> we don't yeah. talk about them, like medichlorians. Have they been written out now? We just don't talk about them. Oh, right. We, we forget that bit. Okay. What's so, this um, one? Next two back of an R2D2, a secret rebel agent. Well, that's fucking obvious, isn't it? Um, so they've kind of ever done. Well, here we go. It says, the classic Star Wars theory was born out of the revelations of the polarizing prequel trilogy, particularly see things seen during Revenge of the Sith. At the conclusion of Episode Three, R2D2's better half, C3PO, has his memory wiped of the events leading up to Anakin's fall. But oddly enough, the little astromech droid does not. This means when R2 meets Luke years later in A New Hope. He's fully aware of who Luke is and what Darth Vader's relation to him is. Similarly, Chewbacca appears in Episode 3, aiding Yoda in his battles on the Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk, but appears to be unaware of what's going on as well. The theory goes along to say that given R2 and Chewie's knowledge of the events of the prequel trilogy, they were actually secret agents working for the Rebellion. Oh, sorry, technical difficulties. Working for the Rebellion. Think about it. It would be pretty easy to explain R2 leads Luke to Obi-Wan, who would then take them to Mos Eisley, where they could meet up with Han and Chewie. This fun theory has been previously disputed by some of the books in the expanded universe, but with Disney coming out and disregarding the majority of these stories, maybe this theory will end up becoming canon after all. Yeah, I don't buy that one. Well, they do know, it's factual that they know, but that doesn't mean that they're fucking agents. Well, there would have been a rebellion at that point. There was just yeah. the Senate and the, the clones, and then the Trade Federation, wasn't there? Chewie's very old, he might forget a lot of shit, and R2 probably has to delete a lot of memory yeah. files every couple of years. Just, do you know what I mean? He's got that much RAM on board, can Yeah, he? exactly, he's not got permanent, infinite RAM. No. You know, come on now. So next, who, uh, do you want to go over this one, Mike? Boba Fett killed Luke's family. Ooh, you you alluded yeah. to this earlier, but what's the actual theory? The theory states it wasn't stormtroopers who killed Uncle Owen and Baru, but rather Boba Fett. Might sound random at first, but take a closer look at the scene from Empire Strikes Back, where Darth Vader specifically tells the mysterious bounty hunter no disintegrations when instructing him to bring in the Millennium Falcon. The most convincing aspect of this scene is, in regards to this theory, is the tone in which Vader says so. As if scolding a child who would have been previously misbehaved. I wouldn't argue that disintegrations would be more, there'd be nothing left, there'd be a pile of ashes, burning mm. skeleton. If that scene isn't enough for you, keep in mind that according to the updated version of A New Hope, Boba Fett was present on Tatooine at the time of Luke's family's deaths, as seen alongside Han and Jabba. Han and Jabba. Yeah. Could have been. So uh, Tatooine was the last place Vader would look for Luke because he doesn't like sand. Mm. Mm. Uh, more than a few people have wondered how Luke was hid from his father when it was decided he would be raised on Anakin's home planet. It seemed like a risky play and quite frankly too obvious to work. But some of the things work out and Luke goes unnoticed by his father until the Battle of Yavin. It may seem like a screenwriting oversight but it actually made a lot of sense for Luke to have been hidden specifically on Tatooine. Think back, if you would, to that scene in Attack of the Clones, where Anakin explains to Padme his feelings on sand. In case you've got this spectacular piece of dialogue, <laughs> Anakin doesn't like sand, because it's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating, and the worst of all, it gets everywhere. <laughs> and the last time we well, saw got a point. <laughs> well, yes. You don't want to get sand in your stumps. Ooh. Or your robo, where your robo-legs join your stumps. Oh, you don't want yeah, that. Yeah, do you know what I and the last time we saw Anakin on Tatooine, he witnessed the death of his mother. So he ain't gonna want to go back. 
Oh, yeah, maybe it does make a bit of sense. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Qui-Gon Jinn was a secret Sith mastermind. Oh, mm. what's he now? He's a controversial figure in the Star Wars universe, both among characters within the story and fans of the series. While recognised as a Jedi Master and mostly respected by his peers, mostly, <laughs> Qui-Gon was sceptical of many teachings of the Jedi Council because they were equally sceptical of him. While this alone wouldn't be enough to point towards his Jedi Master as being a secret Sith, a closer look at Qui-Gon's history reveals an intriguing fact about him. Qui-Gon Jinn, as a young Padawan, studied under the Jedi Master turned Dark Lord of the Sith, Count Dooku. Mm. If studying under one of the most powerful Sith Lords of his time is enough to sway your opinion on Qui-Gon, also consider the fact, in stories told in Star Wars Legends, Qui-Gon had an apprentice named Xanatos who also fell to the dark side. Mm. Maybe he's just a shit teacher. Got Maybe. A good Jedi. No, I mean, you could be a good Jedi Knight, but not the best teacher. That's true. It's possible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Number nine, the Ewoks crave human flesh. Hang on. Yeah. Then stop giving him teach students to his hand Yeah, they love Stormtrooper flesh. This theory doesn't rely on hidden meanings as much as it simply points out an aspect of Return of the Jedi that many fans overlook. The Ewoks may look cute and cuddly, but don't let their adorable appearance fool you. These little guys prove to be ferocious warriors playing an integral role in the Rebellion's victory over the Empire on the Forest Moon. Blah, blah, blah. We may never truly witness the Ewoks feasting on humans like their turkeys on Thanksgiving, but the implications are clear. It's a simple thought, but one that drastically changes the way you look at that celebration on Endor where the Ewoks are playing drums on the empty Stormtrooper <laughs> helmets. Are the heads still in there? The severed heads? Or have they cooked the heads? Uh, Boiled the heads? They had Han and Luke draped over those fires. Yeah. going to just cook yeah. them alive. Vicious. Prime. Alpha. Savage. So you'd think of them as little teddy, teddy bears. They're just mini bears. Mini space bears. I've still got a fucking laser blaster and a fucking walker behind me, though. They're fast. They sneak up on you. I'm pretty sure I'd really take down a four foot teddy bear. Yeah, an Ewok would kick your fucking ass, bear. I've got a laser blaster. No, you haven't. Just you hand to hand against an Ewok. I'm you're a, fucked. I'm a stormtrooper in this scenario. I've got a laser blaster. You drop the blaster or it gets knocked out of your hand I'm by a boulder. I've got a knife or something. Did I no, it gets knocked out of your hand by a boulder. It's your first time in combat. You've never faced I'm one of the Emperor's best legions. Well, you know, it's yeah. jumped up to your face and it's bit your neck area and it's literally through your jugular. Oh, well, I fucked up that boy anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how quick it is. They will fuck you up. They can't be that quick. They are... Vi- they took down the Empire. This is fact. I bet, do you reckon the Rebel Generals are like, we just should have recruited these fuckers earlier, shouldn't yeah. we? <laughs> they <laughs> they won this just, war 20 years ago. Uh, they shouldn't have been so fucking fascist against other species no? and, only, yeah. and only recruited humans. That's it. More fool you, Empire and Emperor. Well, maybe humans are easily manipulating the other species. Well, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, cannibals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, filthy little cannibals. Next yeah. one. So the Force can alter time. This Star Wars fan theory is visited on the mysterious ways of the Force and how little is truly known about it. According to this theory, locations that are stronger than the Force, either naturally or due to the presence of a particularly powerful Force user, alter the very fabric of time. The main source of this theory stems from Luke's Jedi training Yoda on the desolate planet of Dagobah. Given the fact that Yoda is one of the most powerful force users in history, could his control over the unseen force be strong enough to slow down time itself? If true, this theory would explain the question of how Luke would become a Jedi Knight in such a short period of time. 
Well, I suppose that's interesting, but I just assumed that was a natural story progression. Yeah, you could have a couple of years, aren't you, between Yeah, a bit shit that way, isn't it? I think yeah. Luke's just really powerful, naturally, yeah. and Yoda's the best teacher in the world ever. There you yeah. go, them together. Yeah, boom. Adds to the magic. Yeah. Number seven, Luke and Leia have another brother. Have another mother. <laughs> Gone in way. What's this one? The Star Wars fan theory is for you grammar nuts out there. During oh. the signature crawl from the beginning of The Force Awakens, one sentence may look a bit odd to the keen-eyed fan. The sentence in question is referring to General Leia Organa and reads, She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. As his fan theory goes, the text is missing a pair of commas before or after the word Luke. As far as the sentence structure goes, Luke's name is unnecessary information to the rest of the sentence if Luke is Leia's only brother, as we've been previously told. No, I think you two fucks about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is really fucking uh, yeah, yeah, isn't that it? Is um, well... Uh, number six, Luke is at a grave site. So this is another uh, Last Jedi. Before Last Jedi. Uh. Fans may have been shocked when they realised how little Luke Skywalker feeds in the latest film in the popular space opera franchise. Apart from Ray's Force vision, the time we see that the truly popular farm boy turned Jedi is during the film's final scene. Oh yeah, they didn't. They haven't seen Last Jedi. Ah, this boy. They don't really. know it's a Jedi temple. They're yeah. See, this is everyone guessing in yeah. between. Ah. Fools. Finn is force sensitive. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Finn is seen on numerous occasions during the film to demonstrate abilities generally associated with the force. He turns around, looks towards the sky, hearing the destruction of the Hansnian. System by Starkiller Base, similar to the way Obi-Wan felt the destruction of Alderaan whilst aboard the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I don't know, but while we're at it, I'm going to slide in an old joke here and tell you that um, my penis is so big that when I ejaculate, any nearby Jedi feel a massive disturbance yeah. in the force. Yeah. Ah, I'm here all week. <laughs> Number four. Snoke is a holocron. Ooh, what the fuck? Well, we know he's not, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... Fuck it. Yeah, because yeah, he isn't. Uh, Ray is the chosen one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, more than likely. Mm. Um, Ray is a Palpatine. Ooh, I think this could be a interesting, because mm. then you've got a Skywalker versus a Palpatine. You know what I mean? Yeah, the kind of cr- role reversal yeah, scenario. Ooh, I like that one. I think it could be the, the ghost, the force ghost of the Emperor impregnated just a random tramp woman. <laughs> and made Ray. Right. And Luke knew it, or Han knew it, or someone knew it, and they threw her away on an island. I don't know. Apparently, they both have similar fighting styles Palpatine and uh, Well, it's not her fault if her dad's an evil, doesn't mean she has to be a dictator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the last one, E.T., the Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake, we do see him in the prequels, but it doesn't mean he's a Sith Lord. So <laughs> no. we, can I read this one out? Yeah, uh, yeah how, is, I, how is he a Sith Lord? Here's a fun fan theory that dips into a film completely outside of the Star Wars franchise. E.T., the extraterrestrial... Well, we don't need to read that. We know it was a box office success. The key scene here lies in the Halloween trick-or-treating sequence that features a young child dressed as the Jedi Master, Yoda. E.T. sees the little green Jedi and appears to recognise him. 
years later, in one of those captivating Senate scenes from episode one, I'm looking at you, Mike, a small group of aliens that look just like E.T. can be spotted amongst the crowds. Now, sure, it may just be a fun, meaningless Easter egg between friends George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. But what if it's more? Think about the rest of the things E.T. does in the film. The famous bicycle flying scene could be explained by E.T. utilising the force to levitate. But that would just mean he's force sensitive, right? Wrong. The other notable power E.T. exhibits in is the ability to cure diseases and injuries. In other words, keeping those he cared about from dying, just like Palpatine explained. Wham! I just thought, Boom! I just, I just can't see E.T. being Darth Plagueis. Well... Just because he can't speak English, imagine if a bit like Bumblebee, Darth Vader lost his vocal cords and I just landed on Earth. People <laughs> wouldn't necessarily know straight away that no. he's a fucking mass murdering evil child killer, right? They must be like, oh, lovely big shiny dildo space <laughs> Come here, me dunk. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, E.T.? Sith Lord? No, I'm not going for it. It's quite an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, but we can't prove it's wrong. Nope. So yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> should we wrap up? What do you want to, your final thoughts quiz. on the... Oh, should we do, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll do a quiz then. Go on then. Okay. Apparently this is a difficult quiz. We'll show how bad we are at Star Wars Trivia. Fun, funtrivia.com. Yeah, we'll see how fun it is when we show shit we are. <laughs> yeah. um, who manned the bottom gun turret on the Millennium Falcon? Well, it wasn't Chewie because he was flying. What are the options? So, so you've got Han, Obi-Wan, Chewie or Luke. Well, Han and Luke were doing the shooting, so it's one of them two. Oh, I've seen them many times, but I don't have. I think it's Han. Them. I think Han was on the bottom. I'll uh, I'll defer to your knowledge, then, Ben. We'll say Han, yeah. Luke was in an open turret, wasn't he? Well, you think it's Luke? Luke was in. Luke. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's think about this. We know the scene. Luke firing at stuff. Is he? Is he? Don't get cocky, kid. Or. Is he just like in a little turret thing? I'm sure Han doesn't Don't get penis-y! Well, there's two gun turrets, obviously, one on the bottom, he was the one on the bottom. I'll go with Han, fuck it. Wouldn't he be flying it? No, Chewie was flying. Yeah, yeah, there was two, two shooters. Okay. Okay. Obi-Wan certainly wasn't shooting at them two. It's either Luke or Han, isn't it? It's gotta be Han. I don't know, fuck knows, I don't know. People at home are screaming at oh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking useless fucking <laughs> Star Wars bellends. Um, what is a novice in the Jedi Order called? A Padawan, Padawan. beginner, Jedi knight, a young Come one. on, click that motherfucker. We know we this. Know yeah. yeah. Wait, fucking <laughs> How many landing struts does an X-Wing have? None, it has wheels. Four, three, five. It's uh, three, isn't it? What, what struts? Wings? No, 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 legs that come down when it lands. I think it does, yeah. Fuck knows. I'll go with that. Three. Uh, what were Darth's three last words? Uh, Leia's your sister. I am your father. You were right. Let me die. Uh, you were right, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Touch my cock. What colour is the handle of the lightsaber Obi-Wan gave Luke? The handle, not the saber. It's uh, silver, green, black or white. It's silver, isn't it? How many troops patrolled the Endor bunker's back entrance? Fucking hell. <laughs> two, four, five, or two many to count? Too I don't know. Too many. Four. Four? I've no idea. I'm just just guessing. Four. Who the fuck notices that? We're going to get roasted. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whose call sign was Red 5 in the first Darth Death Star battle? Big Starfighter, Han, Wedge, or Luke? Couldn't tell you. Red 5. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. I have no idea. Should we go with Wedge because we've had him already? Mm. Alright. What did Leah kill, use to kill Jabba? A chain, a phaser, a lightsaber, a bow, and his chain. Oh, dildo. We know that one. Yeah. Yeah. In Jabba's transport, what became of R2? He became a trash can, a waiter, a royal aide, or he was left in the garbage and scrapped out. He was a waiter. He was a waiter, Yeah. Like a badass. What political body was Leia a member of? We find it in Star Wars. Uh, the Imperial Senate, the Rebel Alliance, the Republic, the Galactic Senate. It's uh, the Rebel Alliance, isn't it? Leia? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not committing to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Really, really no. What colour are Chewbacca's eyes? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yellow, black, blue, brown. Brown. I think they're blue, aren't they? Blue, brown. I have no idea. I've never looked into his eyes. <laughs> no. I, think I don't know if I need to look into a nine foot hairy bear yeah. dog's eyes before. I don't know, dog's eyes. They're brown. I'll go brown. Let's go brown. Brown, alright. Look at it, you big blue eyes. <laughs> Looking at brown? Brown, yeah, alright, I have no idea. Fuck knows. Uh, what system did Boa Fett track Han Solo to? Bespin, Cloud City, Tatooine, or Endor? As uh, the Bespin was the planet? Cloud City was the place where they caught Han, but Bespin was the planet. Bespin, yeah. yeah. That might be a trick question. I, I, take, it's, I don't know the way it's worded. Uh, what colour was the first Death Star's super laser? Blue, yellow, white, and green. It was green, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who figured the others were dying when he heard them screaming from the trash compactor comlink? R2, C3PO, Chewie, Wicket, uh, C3PO. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Wicket is. He's, he's one of the Ewoks. Yeah. Who flew the Falcon during the second attack on the Death Star? Han, Lando, Chewie, or Lucas? Lando. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got this, boys. At 15, 10 out of 15 is the average. Okay. okay. Oh, the answer was Luke for the bottom one. Okay. Fucking hell, he's right! Second one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Third one was three struts. Yeah. Four. Darth Vader's last words were, You were right. Yeah. yeah. The colour of the lightsaber was silver. Hey. Oh, we did know that one, that wedge antibodies. Oh, we got the. Who patrolled the end? Who made patrols the end of the back entrance? Wow. Good guess. Only 39% got that right, so we. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Not bad. No. Two 12, you listen to me on the eyes. And if you listen to you on the Luke, 13. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, well. 
We're, we're still Padawans. Oh, yes. Better than average. Yeah, of course. Ken was the yeah. average, so we're, we're... Of course we're better than average. Yeah. So, uh, should we try... We're and... the best, better than average podcast out there. Yeah. Do you want to try and wrap up the... Um... Yeah, I did say I'd play this. Do you, oh, yeah. do you mind to play a bit of this? Snatch Wars? No, just yeah, give the first minute and a half or so. Because it is funny. If anyone's never seen it, it's on YouTube. Lord Vader. Lord Vader. Put a lead on her, sir, just before she gets bitten. And you don't want to get bitten now, do you, sweetheart? No. Right. Now, fuck off. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Are you taking a piss? We intercepted no transmissions. This is a consular ship. We're on a diplomatic mission. You're not much good to me alive, are you? He's a useless shite, that boy. Punish him for me, Errol. Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. And who might you be, sweetheart? I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Pull your son out of my arsehole. I'm going to be watching you, and I don't care where you go, you can back off to Tibet. And I shall have men, natters from Parkers, dressed in Yeti suits, up Everest, with meat cleavers, ready to chop your tarty fucking legs off. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you fucking should, you soppy tarts. Feed up with the pigs, Errol. Holding her is dangerous. Word of this gets out, it could generate sympathy for the rebellion in the Senate. I don't care if he's Mohammed, Imard, Bruce Lee. You can't change fighters. She'll die before she'll tell you anything. It can get you into a lot of trouble thinking, Errol. I shouldn't do so much of it. Lord Vader? Who the fuck's talking to you, boy? No transmissions were made. Our escape pod was jettisoned during the fighting. No life forms were aboard. You're on thin fucking ice, my pedigree chums. And I shall be under it when it breaks. Now fuck off. done so well. Yeah. This fits perfectly. Now, fuck off. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think, like we said, we're not like the most hardcore um, anal Star Wars fans there are out there, but we're just... Better than average. <laughs> we're better than average. Better we than average. love it. Safe to say we love it. There's ten yeah. fucking films now. And uh, across the board, generally sort of... I would say I love all of them. I know we ranked earlier a top three, but stick any Star yeah. Wars film on and I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Yeah, of course. Basically. So, yeah, I'm happy. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah, I'll go through. It's been a bit of weird news and frolics. It's been a marathon. It's been fun, though. I enjoy the Star yeah. Wars tour. Let's do some weird fucking Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Actually, we'll do this one because it's very quick. So, would you like to know how to survive a mermaid attack? This is from 1527. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> now, this is written in very old English, so I'm going to okay. struggle to read it. Uh, um, the mermaid is a deadly beast that bring a man gladly to death. From the navel up, she is like a woman with a dreadful face, a long, slimy, uh, slimy hair, a great body, and is like the, oh man, this is just too much. It's, it's like the eagle in the, the nether parts. parts. Ooh. 
having fate, feet and talons, talons to, to tear asunder, such as she getteth. Her tail is scaled like the fish, and she singeth a manner of sweet song. And therewith, therewith, a good mariner. Oh man! Should we read the money here? The balance, commonly, <laughs> and then she cometh and draweth them out of the ship and teareth them asunder. But the wise mariners stop their ears. And see here for when she playeth on the water, all they be in fear. And then they cast out an empty tone to let her play with it till they be past her. This is specified of them of that have seen it. Fantastic. <laughs> well done, Mike. Channeling pirate, Mike. Uh, well done, Mike. <laughs> so you throw something out to distract them. Yeah, you throw an empty barrel out. So they're saying that a mermaid will tempt you in with a song and bite your face off or something. Yeah, so they rip you asunder. Wow. Wow. I'd definitely cut one in half and throw the human end in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the other half. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah? So, yeah, well, well done. So I'll try and keep that in mind. I'm, if, yeah. I'm ever on a boat and I hear the mermaid song. Cheers, man. That's all right. <laughs> um, next one is a Catholic exorcist holding special mass to count a witch's hex on Kavanagh. Kavanagh's um, the guy that got appointed to the Supreme Court Justice. Okay. Roll after basically kind of being proved that he sexually assaulted a woman. Mm-hmm. And a load of witches then decided to put a hex on him. Did he use the force to do it? He certainly used some force. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> true. Funny because it's true. So a load of witches decided to put a hex on him. Okay, how's that going? Well, they're going to do it. I don't know if they've done it yet. But what we do know is that as a response to the hex, Father Gary Thomas, the exorcist for the Darcy's of San Jose, California, told the National Catholic Register that he was planning a special mass for Kavanaugh on Thursday and Saturday. This is a conjuring of evil, not about free speech, Thomas said. Conjuring up personified evil does not fall under free speech. Satanic cults often commit crimes. They murder and sexually abuse everyone in their cult. Upon hearing of the hex, Thomas said he was appalled, and the other exorcists he shared the story with were equally as troubled by the planned event. The priest explained the hex shows people believe in the power of witchcraft and will direct evil to have it permanently adver- to have a permanently adverse effect on Kavanaugh. Though he is a rapist, well, allegedly. It's not really working, is it? Because he's been fucking. Yeah, exactly. I think he's this was after power. he was appointed. They put the hex on yeah, him. Well, good luck to him, but fuck it up. Yeah, so this is this priest, he's uh, he's an exorcist. Well, he needs to raise his fucking game. Maybe he's the impressionable as well, who knows. <laughs> uh, you know that Canada's legalised marijuana for sort of for fun this week? Yeah. I'm very jealous, but good on, on them. Well, I only after two days of legalising cannabis, they're nearly out of weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I what a headline. Yeah. Um, police have been called to deal with crowds as the new system is criticised for being poorly thought out. Eager <laughs> uh, smokers they didn't, t- didn't anticipate the huge demand. No. They? What fucking idiots! Eager <laughs> <laughs> smokers are being turned away from source and the drug in some major cities after a vast amount of business worth millions of dollars is processed. <laughs> the number of orders reaching 38,000 wow. in, t- in Ontario province and 42,000 in Quebec. The volume of orders far exceeds the forecasts of the Quebec government to pop retailer on the shortages. 
It was difficult to anticipate the volume of sales given the lack of data from a sector that 48 hours ago was still legal. Oh, come on, they should have known. They should have known that yeah. everybody has ever had a toe. Yeah, they probably it. interview people in the streets when it's, when it's illegal and say, yeah. how many of you smoke? And no one's going to admit Yeah, no one's going to give the truth. The reality is, yeah. fucking nearly everybody <laughs> alive <laughs> smokes dope. Like, hey, guess what, everybody? It's illegal today. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're shocked. And they're fucking, oh, we've sold it all. Apparently they can grow up to four plants as well, so uh, and I suppose good. that's going to take months, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Good on him, man. Yeah, T. Right. Yeah. Tell you what, it's a world. Everyone is smoking a pipe every day. There will be much more, I suppose. Yeah, unless it's your fucking pilot or something, or your surgeon. Well, you know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Responsibly <laughs> smoking. You know what? You're, you're fucking your open heart surgeon trying to start the cup with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to catch my pilot in the smoking area. He's smoking a fucking reefer. <laughs> Doing a massive bung and I just nodded at you. <laughs> Hey, you fly my flight. You're on flight AC. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I can't read the numbers. <laughs> What's my name? The wake up and he's put a bong where your liver was. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, man. Smoke through a bloody liver. You're doing a stone pilot landing at the fucking wrong airport. Ah, oh, fuck. Sorry, everybody. Responsibly smoke weed. I'll add that. You can't add responsibly to anything, though. That's the thing. Can you? Free time? You're supposed to drink responsibly, but who does that? Your English teacher just puts on Cheech and Chung videos and sits there going, uh, and all the kids are watching it go, what's this shit? And you're just like, uh, uh, uh. Stop your wine and have another bong. Yeah. <laughs> pass it round, children. Always the left, remember? Take one and pass it on. What you learn today at school, little Timmy? I learned only pass the left and you take one and pass it on, Dad. Now Timmy just falls asleep in his face in his spaghetti. <laughs> and drowns to death. so fucking stoned. <laughs> That's Mike's dream world where everyone can make a Star Wars film and little Timmy can get fucking blitzed off his mind of grade A fucking smoke. I said responsible, this is about kids doing it. I mean, 21 years old. Damn you and your hippie liberal agenda. You're trying to ruin Star Wars for us. Fucking bus drivers falling asleep at the wheel, fucking up. Oh, fantastic. It's so a utopia. Bus drivers. You <laughs> <laughs> <The> ought to make it. You fucking have to be. Mike wants your job. Can we, put, can we yeah. pause it for a second yeah, yeah, before we do, Alex? <laughs> oh, man. That was good. <laughs> okay, so let's end on some full Alex. Um, the show, Never Go Full Alex, the most popular quiz show in this flat. Game show in this flat, even. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Um, the idea is that Mike will find us two random weirdos um, who've been spouting off some random bollocks and yeah. uh, then put him against Alex Jones, who was obviously going to give his usual full blooded performance. We love you, St. Alex. We love you ironically, St. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, ironically and sarcastically, we love you. Um, and 
was up for there. So yeah, that, that's the game show. That's the mix. So who's up first then, uh, Mike? Yeah. First up, we've got a time traveller. Mine claims to be from the year 2045. Oh, excellent. Oh, good old Apex TV. Yeah, they're back. The fresh video. Mm. this quick. I do not have long before I need to leave. They're tracking me and they know where I am right now. I need to make this quick and I need to show you something that I have. But I need to show you this. My story... <laughs> Nothing but the truth, because you deserve to know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You deserve to know what's going on behind closed doors. Time travel exists, and it is being withheld from the public. We, as humans, currently have the ability to go into the future and come back. Do you understand how big of a deal this is? We can go into the future, yet it's being hidden from the general public. I do not have long. I need to show you what I have. I need to show you. I'm from the year 2045. I'm a scientist and I worked on the machines that were developed to be released to the public. And it is released to the public in the year 2028. In the year 2045, humans and robots are converging into one. We are living as one. Artificial intelligence governs the entire world. There are no longer countries in the year 2028. I do not have long. They're looking for me right now. <laughs> you need to understand, this, this may be my, these may be my final moments. You do not understand the danger that I am in. I have a video from the year 2045, and I am going to show it to you. I have a video. In the future, in the future, we have no privacy. The future is not necessarily bad, I need you to understand this, but the future is very different, and I think you deserve to know. I believe that you, the people, deserve to know what is going on. from the year 2045. In this video, you can see flying cars and you can see the mega cities in which the people live in in the future. Most of humanity lives in these mega cities, these gigantic cities that you can barely comprehend exist in the future and they take up most of Earth and people live within them. Overpopulation is an issue in the future. There are too many people. We're sending some people to Mars, but now we're gonna start uploading our brains to computers. You, the people, deserve to know. Thank you for listening to me. I have to leave. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's the least convincing bullshit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
What? I believe in Ben. A pile of utter. Well, is life in danger? But someone's in his fucking time. He's had long enough fucking tell us every that much fucking time. The worst. Is it all the time in the fucking world? He's a time traveller. I have seen better acting on soap operas. <laughs> what a pile of utter shit. <laughs> I will never get those five minutes back. No. I apologise to the listener. <laughs> I hate to put all my cards on the table after the first video, but fuck that man and everything he stands for. What a prick. You know I'm quite bad at acting and stuff? Do you think I'd do, do a better job than him? Of course you would. Fucking hell. I mean... Ugh. Amateur dramatic. It was... Like you said, he's so desperate. His life's in so much danger. These could be my final moments. Well, hurry the fuck up! <laughs> then it took you six minutes. We skipped to minute six, I think. Where was wasn't it? Oh no, around about minute four and a half for him to fucking hold up an iPad where we could barely see the video of that could have been any PS4 game yeah. set in the future. He's fuck fuck that. Ugh. Video number two, please, Michael. <laughs> Next video is Kanye West. <laughs> okay, well this should be interesting. Uh, I'm not gonna play the whole because it, he goes on for fucking ever. Yeah, he's have you seen to, this? He's been to visit Donald Trump, hasn't he? Yeah, have you seen this? I've heard audio. Yeah, it's, <coughs> it's just astonishing. And really, the reason why they imprisoned him is because he started going positive for the community. He started showing that he actually had power, that he wasn't just one of a monolithic voice, but he could wrap people around. So there's theories that there's infinite amounts of universe and there's alternate universe. So it's very important for me to get Hoover out because in an alternate universe, I am him. And I have to go and get him free because he was doing positive inside of Chicago, just like how I'm moving back to Chicago. And it's not just about you know, getting on stage and being an entertainer and having a monolithic voice that's for, forced to be a specific party. You know, people expect that if you're black, you have to be Democrat. I have a, uh, I've, I've had conversations that basically said that welfare is the reason why a lot of black people end up being Democrat. They say, you know, first of all, it, it, it's a limit to amount of jobs. Uh, so the, the fathers lose the jobs and they say, we'll give you more money for having more kids in your home. And then we got rid of the mental health institutes in the 80s and the 90s and the prison rates just shot up. And now you have Chirac, what people call Chirac, which is actually our, our murder rate is going down by 20% every year. I just talked to the superintendent, met with Michael Sachs, that's Ron, Ron's uh, right-hand man. So uh, I think it's the bravery that helps you beat this game called life. You know, they tried to scare me to not wear this hat, my own friends. But this hat, it gives me, it gives me power in a way. You know, my dad and my mom separated, so I didn't have a lot of male energy in my home. And also, uh, I'm married to a family that, um, you know, <laughs> not a lot of male energy going on. It's beautiful though. But there's times where, you know, it's something about, you know, I love Hillary, I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. 
it was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That was that's my favorite superhero. And you made a Superman cape for me. Also, as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys, non-political, no bullshit. Put the beep on it, however you want to do it. Five seconds delay, and just goes in and gets it done. Right now, you gave me the heart to go to Adidas because at Adidas, when I went in in 2015. But anyway, basically, that goes on. It's not how we're so how mentally ill is Kanye West? Quite. There is a theory out there that he's suffering from bipolar because um, he's tweeted a lot of very weird shit and uh, he's just acting weird. Yeah, that goes um, on forever. Like, they're just spewing up just bullshit. I don't know what the fuck he's on about. Trump wasn't even looking that interested himself. Trump was, couldn't follow it. Couldn't he probably wanted to kill himself. I thought it difficult to follow it. There's no way Trump was following <laughs> that. He's probably had a lot of drugs. I saw he perked, up when he, said, he, he perked up when he said Democrat. Like, oh, someone's talking politics again. Yeah. Hillary was like, oh, oh, oh. Just, just oh. like a fucking fat toad nodding around. <laughs> well, we gave him a handshake and a hug. What else do you want? That was insanity, so. Uh, yeah. And now on to uh, the man himself, Saint. <laughs> Picture just come up with him wearing his shades, looking like a boss. Indoors. Yeah. On his own show. What a man. Another bit of a compilation from Alex. Alex Jones gives up on humanity superhuman. <laughs> God, I've tried so hard. <laughs> I just. to some other age, I guess. You know, humans don't communicate anymore, or they, they gibber and jabber about stuff that doesn't matter, and then they send a text message and never communicate with anybody about anything of substance. It's spiritual death. And then I just come to the realization out of trillions of worlds, we're going to probably die. Everything we did as a species and all of our beauty and all of our goodness will just fail. And we're going to go down the tubes because a bunch of inbred child molesters in Hollywood had some psychotic dream that they wanted to kill everybody. You know, humanity just has to fall. It has civilization has to fall. It just has to go down. And you know it's going to go down, too. And I just have been a fool trying to prop it up. It's just at a certain point, you're like, God Almighty, this is what death looks like. This is what laziness looks like. No one wants to do it. It's never 
took action with all the tools were right there in our hands because we weren't meant to. We couldn't do it. We didn't want it. I give my children fish oil every day. They love it. It's really good for them. So Alex has won that this week. I do. I think Kanye's got it. Not the time traveler. Oh fuck yeah! I forgot about that <laughs> prick. He's the biggest prick on here. He hasn't even gone fun, Alex. He's just a fucking con man, attention-seeking <laughs> shit. GCSE drama dropout. <laughs> Fucking drama school dropout. I'm sure we've seen him before on this Apex TV. Why's got his face burned out of the fucking YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> because You've it's always a skinny... I've seen that blurred out face burn before. <laughs> because it's always a skinny guy in a hat. It's always a skinny, pale guy in a hat, that's why. He said I recognise his voice, I might have been able to... No, because they always distort that, don't they? They distort the face, but there's always a skinny guy in a hat, I'm telling you. Okay, well, who do you think's got it this week? Who's your vote for? Uh, well, Alex, he's just talking bullshit, any fucking time-travelling bloke, but is he going more for Kanye? He's just babbling insanity. Alex is making some kind of point saying he's going to go down fighting. It's hard to pick. I'm going with Alex. Fuck yeah, it. Fair enough. I'm with Kanye. You got my oh, casting vote this vote. week. You could go for the time I travel vote. I know. I was thinking Three way it. split. But no, I've got to go with Kanye. Fair play. Kanye he's he's just, just babbling insanity. I know, it? but that's it. He's gone for Alex. For Alex but to the president. No, even with Alex, I think there's going to be a, yeah, but a rival. Alex is acting. That was just a sample. You go online, you watch the whole clip. Oh, nah, you're praying on that. <laughs> it is insanity, honestly. That's why he wins it for me. Fair enough. So, that's it. I'm sure we'll come back to Star Wars at some point. You know, yeah. maybe focus on an individual movie and long form it, because... Let's face it, we like talking about Star Wars. We do. There'll be another new film to talk about as well soon. Yeah, that's true. We can do a, an exclusive release or something. Yeah, man. So, uh, Spoiler filled episode. Maybe I'll get less stoned, but we'll see. It's not a promise. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Good you're a Canada, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wrap it up, my friend. So, uh, that's been our Star Wars symposium. Bit of an epic. Actually, yeah. as it turned out, it has. So uh, I've been, I've been Ben. I'm gonna say, uh, don't drink the flavor aid and jo don't join a cult. I'm <laughs> You're <not> drunk. To... <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> it's not even drunk. It's just the fact that I've been that fucking ill. I've just, I've just been hit by it. <laughs> probably, uh, probably the paracetamol I'm taking as well. Booze and drugs, gas, modern medicine. <laughs> My old ways are rubbing up on you. <laughs> the pharmaceuticals and the alcohol. Oh, what a fine mix. <laughs> so yeah, let's try wrapping up again. <laughs> well, I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour, eh? Don't drink a cult. <laughs> yep. I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. Bye. <laughs> I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. You no, started. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm on training to be a Padawan. So you're a youngling then? <coughs> I have a Padawan. No, let me establish last week he's the oldest Padawan in the galaxy. <laughs> Got a skullet and a rat tail. <laughs> and a middle-aged spread. Yeah. I got that now. <laughs> Can't keep up with the 11-year-olds doing somersaults. Can't do that now. <laughs> Fucking 
fucking wait for me. <laughs> I can't do a fucking backflip. I can barely get up the stairs. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine, Mike. I'll use the force to get up the stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> bye everybody. Oh, bye. Better force me with you always. Oh,